0: Best moment last week with Jason was that I almost forgot to turn on your mic. That would have been classic. <laughs> Ugh. Oh. All right. <music> Hi, everyone, and welcome to Boo- Sneak- Boo. Whoa, whoa. Boo. I didn't do anything different than I normally do
1: I'm just giving constructive criticism
0: I'm, I see, thank you for that, I appreciate it right, I was it.
1: doing my impression of an internet message board
0: <laughs> Thank you
1: Boo!
0: Thanks very much, I appreciate
1: it Ugh, you ruined my childhood with this podcast <laughs> Please, intro, intro the show, go for it I'm uh, David Booberry Dedrick I'm Ian Boothby Boothby My <laughs> my name actually works quite well with that I did not have to change much
0: You didn't have to do anything At all I don't know why I went with booberry, but I did.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good cereal. It's, is it?
0: i never had it. You've never had blueberry cereal? No, I haven't. Have you had
1: camp chocolate?
0: No, I don't uh, like frankenberry. chocolate
1: that much. Uh, no. Uh, have you had Fruit brute?
0: Is, no. Is uh, Frankenberry fake strawberry flavored? Yes. Gross.
1: I have a strong memory of throwing it up on my kitchen floor. <laughs> and it <laughs> all came up pink. As a child? Yes. <laughs> I hope as a child. Well,
0: me, you know, you could have done it as an adult.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm sorry for starting off with a vomit story, but anyway, <laughs> that was the thing. Dave, I know before we get started. Yes, I know you're wanting to know what what was the deal with my cell phone uh, for the last couple of weeks. Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. I've been plugging it in and getting less of a charge. Okay. Every time, and it's uh, a little disturbing, and it's been harder and harder to plug it in. And uh, have to go different angles to the point where, like, I was doing this delicate touch thing where, like, you just put it in just right. But if anything touches it in the slice, with it would disconnect the oh, charger. Okay. Oh boy! I looked into seeing if I could get one of those things—those flat things you can put the phone on and would okay. charge. Yeah, my phone doesn't do that. It's not. Just...
0: do you have a one of the lightning ones? Yeah, I do. Oh, they suck. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you my story, okay, Dave.
1: Here's sure. the thing. So it's been weeks and weeks uh, <laughs> of this nonsense getting worse and worse. But like, I don't have the time to go. Would to you the
0: call Asia. it a Herculean struggle?
1: Uh, it's really nothing to do with uh, uh, with solving a mystery. Um, <laughs>
0: That's an Herculean struggle.
1: Uh, I, I I I get it. So anyway, um, it got especially bad when I was just in San Diego and. And Pia mm. had to like do these little precise things, and we had to put it on some cloth just yeah. so it would charge. <laughs> okay. It was uh, it was like you know what I'm going to need a new phone. Big pain in the ass. Yeah. Anyway, we come back, go to the uh, go to the shop. Did you go uh, to the
0: Apple? store? No,
1: I went to the place where we got it from. I see, uh, which was like a, either a Rogers or a Fido or some such. Yep. Anyway, so uh, so so I go in and uh, and I explain my problem to the fella, and yep. he gives me a small eye roll. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And what do you, what do you think uh, was wrong with my phone this whole time with the, with the charging problem? What would you say?
0: The cord? The lightning cord?
1: I, I tried many different lightning cords. Oh, and they still had problems. Some worked better, some worked worse. Oh, okay. No?
0: So it wasn't the cord itself, because those it are... not the
1: cord itself. They have
0: a real problem with the wires sure, breaking inside. They
1: sure do, and so it made a sense. Like, if yeah. you look this up online, there's a lot of reasons why this is going okay. on. Okay. Well... You know, we've all had a good time here. Let me just tell you what it was. Please, please. He takes out a, a tiny pin.
0: Oh, he had a bit of lint in there?
1: Yeah, there's lint in there. Hmm. In fact, a lot of lint. Yeah. And he took out the lint and has handed it back to me and went like, yeah, it was just f- filled with lint. And so I took, a, I took it away. And I'm, well, first of all, one, I'm happy it works. Mm-hmm. That's great. And as much as I'm a little bit humiliated that yeah. it was full of lint. Sure. I'm not, okay, if I've got a phone and it's in, having problems. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't take a bit of metal and start jabbing in there, especially no, when shouldn't. it's electrical problems. No, no. So no shame on me, says I. Nope. And yet I still feel shame. <laughs> well, because you got an eye roll. I also had, yeah, I got the eye roll. That's why like, you feel shame. Yeah. And I wanted to say to him, like, you know what? This is what I wanted to say to yeah, him yeah. in my snappy answers sure. to stupid eye rolls. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say that to him. El Al
0: Jaffe uh, bit in Mad Magazine. Yeah.
1: Here's what I wanted to say. Sure. Uh, and you know what? I now work for Mad Magazine, so I've got the right to use it. You that. have the
0: right to use it. You do.
1: Yeah. Um, I wanted to say to, to the gentleman who was eye-rolling me mm-hmm. at the time, Sir, it mm-hmm. is two in the afternoon, and only one of us is allowed to leave this mall. Good day. <laughs> and I left, and I went to see a movie. What movie? Um, the story, a the story isn't, isn't really... It's a, a good question. I feel like the whole story it's was a fake. a good now. question. I can't remember because it's too hot. I did see the. Um, uh, sorry, sorry to bother you. I'm not going to say any spoilers about it, except to tell people go see it. And whatever you think it is, it's not that. Mm-hmm. But you should see it. It reminded me of like '80s movies where you go see it, and it would be like a Repo Man. It would be like that kind of thing. You're okay. Like, oh, Repo Man, this looks like it's going to be fun. And it goes into a place that you did not think it was going to go to. Sure. It doesn't go where Repo Man goes, but mm-hmm. it's that kind of a sensation you feel. Yep. Okay, so there's uh, there's. I that. have
0: not seen it. I'm, no, not co- I'm, I'm not. I'm cool I'm recommending
1: enough. that you see it before someone blows it for you. Okay. Uh, but uh, David.
0: Yes, that's my name.
1: What's What's the deal with questions?
0: What is the de- What is the deal with questions? That's a very good point because questions.
1: People have been sending us questions.
0: People have been asking us questions. And what's
1: What's What? Why do and you we think that have
0: is? We have for the most part been ignoring their questions. I, I think so. Because we are also storing their questions
1: like squirrels with questionable nuts.
0: <laughs> we are. We're exactly like Squirrels with Questionable Nuts. That is that is the blurb I'd like to put on the front of our podcast. Squirrels with Questionable Nuts. Um, because what's happening is, this is episode 347. That doesn't sound right. It is. Uh, and from, uh, I Oh guess my god, we've wasted our three, lives. <laughs>
1: no, this is a monument you to something. You don't get the time back, man.
0: It's a monument to Questionable Nuts. It's uh, we Three shows from now... What? So it's coming up fast, people. It's coming up fast. So here's, here's the thing. We'd like you to send us some questions because for our, for our 350th episode, we would like to answer as many questions as you could care to, would care to send us. We've got some nice questions so far, but I don't think we have enough. I don't think we have enough to do a whole show yet. So someone's slacking and it's not me. I'm working really hard. So, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to send us questions. We're going to answer them on air. We will answer whatever you send us we'll within reason. Put them all reason.
1: into the question pants.
0: Don't ask us other people's passwords for their for their phones that they don't know how to use properly. Right. Ian,
1: it's the, their birthday in reverse. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> always their birthday in reverse.
0: <laughs> I hope it's not that simple. Yep,
1: it pretty much is birthday in reverse.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. So and then if you send us questions, right? For every question that you send us, you get your name in ten dollars. You get
1: $10? Yeah, for every question you send us, Dave will send you $10. No,
0: that's not what I said. Yeah. I did not agree to this. This is not what our meeting was. When we had the meeting earlier today, I don't think you were paying attention. Oh,
1: I was at a later meeting and we changed <laughs> it. We
0: changed I wasn't it. at this meeting. You can't have a meeting without me.
1: Well, we talked about that and we decided we could. <laughs> Who's we? Me.
0: Okay. I forgot. Um... So no. I, <laughs> it really
1: looked like you are gonna pour that bottle of water all over this.
0: I am gonna it on you. Really look
1: like you're gonna pour the bottle of water all over the electronics. After on the ten dollar thing, it was like, well, the heck with this podcast. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop, boom, done.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, yeah, so if for every question you send us, we put your name in our raffle pants and then we will be drawing uh, a name at the at the end of our question show and someone, some lucky viewer will win. A a T shirt. also a sneaky dragon t shirt.
1: It's weird, by the way, it's weird that you're a viewer. Once again, we have to say we are an audio podcast. Don't worry about that. It's very strange that we have all these viewers.
0: People people like to stare at their at their They like to take some peyote their listen to
1: the podcast and see what they see.
0: <laughs> they stare at our phone. They stare at their phone, not our phone. They stare at their phone with great interest.
1: Right.
0: Wondering why it's not charging properly. And you will get a T shirt and you will get a mug, a sneaky dragon mug. A what? A sneaky dragon mug. How do we get such a thing? We can get it. All right. So that's a, that's what's going to happen. So if you would like mm-hmm. a T-shirt with a design of your own, you can go through uh, our incredible, incredible um, uh, title card backlog. Right. You can look through those and see if it's one in there that would make a nice shirt for yourself. That is fine, or you can go with one of the shirts that's on our website. Um, but whatever you do, you can also you will also win a uh, mug with is Think it a Dragon matching logo. mug. It won't be a, it, well, I guess we could make it a matching mug if that's what they want. Or they get a mug with a Sneaky Dragon logo on it. All right. So the friends at work will say, I hate Mondays. And you'll say, I love Mondays because I have Sneaky Dragon to listen to.
1: And I might th- uh, throw in some mini comics or other things. We'll, uh, we'll throw in some maybe yeah, some we'll stickers or some such.
0: We'll have some junk for you. Yeah, we'll jump but yeah, on. then you'll win. But you have to send us questions. If you don't send us questions, you get nothing. And then
1: you get all this junk. You'll be a real junkie.
0: <laughs> exactly right. That's what we're aiming for.
1: Now, let's just clarify here. Up,
0: up your hoarder potential.
1: Yeah, up your hoarder. Um, <laughs> here's what we gotta tell you before we keep going with this podcast. I know this is the time of the year. where are and, and trust me on this. There's past episodes that you could listen to, and look, oh, it's your July shows uh, where we go like, oh, it's hot, mm-hmm. and uh, and we go like, oh, those those fellas, uh, they really have a pro- hard time with the heat. I can hear their voices slurring. Uh, <laughs> they're not getting words right. Yeah. They sound like they're in a lot of trouble, and uh-huh. they should probably get out of that hot office. Okay. That's where we're at. But here's the fun part. We just did a three-hour podcast before this for for our Marx Brothers podcast, which is called uh, uh, Marksy, Marksy, Marksington. I don't know what it's called, (laughs) but I did it for three hours in the heat. Uh, And so we have gone bananas uh, with with heat uh, problems. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got water, so that's good. I should probably be just drinking Gatorade, but uh, <laughs> yes, I can't because of my blood pressure. You
0: need to replace your Electrolux.
1: Yeah, I need, with, with a better vacuum cleaner. Yes. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so this is going to be a bit of a slurry episode. You might be going, oh, did these guys do another one of those drinky episodes again where they tested a bunch of drinks and then just didn't include that bit? Wrong. We are nope. heat drunk right now, <laughs> yeah. and I apologize for everything you're going to hear for the next little while, mm. but we do appreciate you being with us, mm-hmm. and and so on and so forth.
0: I'm just going to grunt in monosyllables for Good. the rest of the show.
1: I'm also jet-lagged, even though I came from the same time period.
0: <laughs> well, that's not true, then.
1: I went to San Diego and uh, came back, and uh, I'm, uh, you know, listen, it's like a you're multiverse. You're trip-tired. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, m- much lag from mm-hmm. many, many things. Yeah.
0: How did uh, you enjoy... SDCC this year.
1: It was uh, it was interesting this year because I had some stuff because uh, I was doing uh, promoting Sparks, which mm-hmm. is our uh, little book. Um,
0: yes. Sparks, uh, you say? What is that? A Sparks graphic is novel? is about sale? two
1: cats yeah. that uh, dress up as a dog mm-hmm. and become the most famous dog hero there is. And they uh, go up against an evil baby. Uh, so uh, Available
0: at fine bookstores. So near I got you. to go
1: to the graphics party, which is Scholastic's nice. imprint. Yes. Uh, very nice. Did you
0: uh, behave like a big wig?
1: You know what was really nice was, um, it is this rooftop kind of party. That's okay. not on the roof roof. That's yeah. on like a side roof.
0: So anyone you didn't like, you just casually pushed over the edge. Sure.
1: And you're allowed to. I'm Canadian. <laughs> uh, so like I can't get arrested in the States. That's true. I mean what that career-wise. Diploma- I can't get arrested in that town. <laughs> That's what someone told me, so I assume it uh-huh. pertains to murder as well. Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> but here was the nice thing about yes. that. Okay. Uh, earlier that day, got to do an autograph signing uh, with uh, other graphics people. Uh, uh, Were they of- nice? Oh, my gosh. No? So, listen. Um, it's, it's interesting because it's like... It's a totally new group of people for me to be hanging – like, I hang around with comics and improvisers yeah. okay. and uh, bitter uh, comics <laughs> professionals as well. Uh, <laughs> the only kind
0: of yeah, comics Yeah, but it's
1: really – it feels like a different group of people, and they were very welcoming and very, very kind. Nice. I would say their names, but you would then correct me, and it would be embarrassing.
0: Well, you could say their names, but borrow one, and you could just make them up. I wouldn't right. What's, know what uh, about?
1: what's uh, Reina's uh, last name?
0: Raina Telgemeier.
1: There you go. The creator of uh, Smile and many other books. Yep. Super Ghost. sweet. Drama. Yeah, I was. I'll tell you the name Sisters. of their books. There was uh, the person who d- is now doing the the Babysitters Club. Uh, her, her Gail, she was great. Uh, she has was, blue hair. She does have blue hair. Mm-hmm. I saw the pictures. Oh, good. I was going like that's an interesting guess. Yeah, I know. Not uh, a guess surprising all. amount of blue haired people. Uh, There It's a thing uh, There There was uh The creator of Witch Boy Was there Molly She was Everyone she was Mo-
0: Molly Ostergaard I think her that name is That would
1: be correct She won like a Prism Award Later that night She was fantastic the Everyone
0: person- really likes the book I want to read it
1: Yeah uh, I've got a spare I will uh, give it to you Oh okay uh, Because it was one of the books That was being given away that night so Oh I nice So I got to put it in a swag bag But yes indeed uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting read. Uh, and then the person who does, uh, Mr. Wolf's class and. Uh, Nils Anders. Oh my gosh, you're very good. See if you can get this one. Okay. Uh, no this idea. person, uh, did a lot of, um, Jedi Academy books, but has now done one that's a personal story that's a more adult story mm. about, uh, his parents, uh, and their opioid addiction. And it's called what? Hey Kiddo. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's got some uh, f bombs mm. in it, and and but this isn't part of the graphics line. It is actually. They've expanded uh, because the t- subject matter is so important yeah. that they've made this uh, like a more. They've given okay. a warning. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and again, I'll be happy to let you uh, read that book. So so all these people. Were, I don't know
0: that person there. I I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they were but I
1: can't super remember. super nice. Uh, and I know Neil
0: Zander. He's from Portland, and he's done he's been in comics for a long time. I have a couple of his yeah I've books really, that aren't graphics. I, I,
1: I, yeah, I read uh, his Mister Wolf, and uh, really good. Um, that's the other nice thing is your all voice went too
0: high there to be. To be no, no, it believable. was true. Uh,
1: uh, I really Everyone's everyone's just doing really good work. Yeah. Uh, so just being around these folks mm-hmm. is like, wow, that's very very neat. I'm sorry, uh, Nina. Uh, Nina
0: better step her game up.
1: Nina Matsumoto, uh, artist on Sparks, couldn't be there. David is the colorist on Sparks. now, I'm the writer on Sparks. Nina was doing another uh, con at the time and so wasn't able to yes. to make it. Uh But we said very nice things about her. So we did the signing, which was very <laughs> very sweet. Yeah, uh, and then uh, oh, let me tell you. Were quick. the
0: kids at that as great as the kids at that are at ours? Oh no. Okay.
1: Our our kids were the best. Kids. Yes. No. Okay. Here's here's <laughs> here's a here's a real story though that uh, true, story. A, true story. True story. I'm like Ian's phone story, fell no. apart at the movie part of this. That's story. right. <laughs> let me look at uh, whatever a Cineplex uh, whatever. page, yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you what. I can I saw.
0: think of a movie then too.
1: So. Um, some some stuff had gone wrong, and it was, like, frustrating, and I'm sitting outside at the hotel. Yeah. Okay, and I'm sitting outside of the hotel. Were you sulking? I was having a bit of a sulk. Okay. Because uh, some stuff, this was later on. Yeah. Some stuff was, like, frustrating, life-wise. So, I'm looking down at my phone, and I'm checking something, and then I look up, and there's a kid who's in front of me with his mouth agape. Okay. And he's just staring at me. Yeah. Stunned. And I go, oh. Like, first I think, like, something's wrong, and then I'm like, oh, hi. He's like, Hi, and then his mom his mom is there, and I see her, and her mouth is a gape, and she's next to me as well. And it's like next was, to him or next yeah, to you? Next to next to him. Well, okay. between us both. Well, you I said guess. next to me, so sure. It was next to you actually. That's the weird bit. So they're playing the song, and she says, yeah. uh, she says like he he came to the signing yesterday, oh, and he he hadn't read your book, oh. and uh, he bought it. And it's his favorite. Oh, and he great. just loves it. Yeah. And he he really wanted to say hi. And I turned back to him. And he's just still too nervous to like say yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I have a nice little conversation with him. And it's quite pleasant. Great. And then her as well. And it's all very nice. Yeah, yeah. And so it was super, super sweet and raised the spirits completely. Yeah. And that was really nice. So that's that. Um, <clears throat> then we did a panel that was also very nice. So it's good
0: and bad that you were sitting outside sulking.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. And it did. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. And then that <laughs> night, uh, there was a scholastic, uh, graphics party at the yeah. uh, rooftop thing. Sure. But here was the nice thing was there were these giant placards and one of them had sparks on it. Nice. And then there was also, uh, a projection that was on the wall. Yeah. And it was like, every so often it would rotate sure. and it would project. And was that my, was really
0: cool. 90% Raina Tugmeyer.
1: You would think 10% that.
0: 10% the rest of the graphics. Untrue. Uh, <laughs> that was the thing.
1: And there was a little TV and it would rotate. And it was that. Oh, nice. And then, like later on in the night, I looked up and there was a gigantic projection on a nearby building. Yeah. That they, that, that they set up from so far back that it was just stories and stories high. And yeah, I looked up and it was sparks on the building. Oh, that's and awesome. It was just this, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, they, they gave us all like t-shirts. And I was like, oh, that's really, really nice. Then later on, they said, "Well, everyone gather around. We're going to have a little, uh, you know, uh, uh, speech." And so, the person who uh, David uh, Saylor, uh, who founded uh, Graphics, gave a nice speech <laughs> and introduced us all and whatever. Yeah. And then it was like, "Okay, get those. Get let's uh, let's take let's take a picture." And I realized everyone else had the shirt on, but me. I was like, uh, "Oh, we gotta we get the shirt." Yeah. I was like, "Oh!" And I had to do a big run back to get the shirt on. I was yeah. like, "I wasn't sure if it was the right size for me or whatever." It was a little bit of a nightmare moment where everyone's wearing the uh, right thing, but you're not. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I've blown it. <laughs> I came back and it seemed to be okay, but that was really really nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the weird, the, the 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 bittersweet uh, part of the of the show was uh, did the bongo panel. And that, and I just found this out like about a week or a week and a half ago that Bongo was wrapping up. Yes. And I've worked for Bongo since 1999. Mm. Uh, and, uh, our friend James Lloyd also worked for Bongo. Nina Matsumoto also worked for Bongo. Yeah. Uh, quite a few Vancouver people kind of came into it after I was, I was part of it. And, and, and it, um, now the the story of like how I got in there. You weren't there that year, right? When the bongo was there. Or this was
0: the you went in the second year to, down to Ape, and I and I wasn't allowed to go.
1: <laughs> right, you went the first. You went wasn't the first I wasn't allowed.
0: Year. We just could not. I was going to school then, and uh, right. things were things were tight.
1: And then the next year, daughter. the next year, I went on my own, and that's where I met the bongo people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Terry Delagene and Scott Gimple. Scott Gimple, who is now producer on The Walking Dead. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's where I gave them my iComics and things kind of went from there. But yeah, since 1999, I've been working off and on for them and I found out about a a week and a half ago that, yeah, they were wrapping up and, and, and so we announced that at the con and I think we announced it in a way that was a little odd where it was like, we announced it in a way that wasn't like, we, we showed a cover that was like big send off cover, but it wasn't clear that we were like completely done. And yeah. I think, I think it, I think it needed a little bit more of a pull the banded band aid off thing mm. because it kind of confused people a little bit. And then it was like, okay, I'm not sure if people really get this, but I'm going to see what the feedback is on this. And then I was like checking online. There wasn't like a lot of feedback oh, about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, hmm, interesting. And then like a couple of days ago, I just posted a thing about it mm-hmm. saying this will be the last issue. And yeah. that's when it all took off. Yeah, and then everyone yeah. paid attention and then like, you know people like Bill Morrison, who was, used to work for the company, and and, and, and Terry Dellage and all these people, they all linked to my thing yeah. and to talk to talk about it. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Were did people not know? Yeah, yeah, and then I got like a bunch of like emails from different comics websites about it and saying, you know, how sad that was. And I don't necessarily think it's sad. It had a good run. Sure. And it's a it's a bizarre situation where you have the longest running animated show or comedy yeah. uh, in history. And that the you know, the, the the comic company that was based to do episodes of it only lasted twenty five years. That's still <laughs> fine. It's just so weird that yeah, it yeah. would still would still exist. And really yeah.
0: yeah. And really it's could still be going on. It's just it's, I'm sure it was Matt Groening's choice to yeah. to see you know, wants to concentrate on other things. So Yeah,
1: he's working on Disenchantment for uh, for Netflix now mm-hmm. and some other stuff. Like, I don't know the real reasons behind it, whether yeah. it was not making money anymore or if it was just like a lack of interest on, you know, Matt's part or, or what, it, what it, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. 25 years is, is, it's great. is, is, a, is a really great run. Yeah.
0: You know what it is? What's that? It's a quarter of a century.
1: You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Your math is uh, solid. Thank you. On that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know... what my, looking back on it to me I mean I, f- I feel kind of I've moved on from that anyway because I've moved on to do sparks and I've moved on to do Extra well, I, think, Sisters. I
0: think you've been sort of anticipating this for a while
1: well I I guess my feeling is like I want to work on stuff now that I own mm. you know and it's fun to do the Simpsons stuff sure. and again I'm still doing mad magazine stuff and still doing New Yorker stuff yeah. New Yorker stuff I semi own mad magazine I don't own anything on it Um but I just wanted to do stuff that, that I own, so I'm not feeling it, I think, as much as if I was, you know, it was a regular thing. But I got I to go, like, thanks to them for, like, changing my life. Jeez, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it, for sure. it's paid the rent for, like, you know, so so long, and I've met so many people because of it. And as Nina posted online, we probably wouldn't have met yeah. uh, if it wasn't for that, That's even though true we enough. live in the same province. So yeah. I'm grateful same, for, same if, same not, if district. not working with her for her yeah. friendship, you know, it's just so so wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's really been a life changer. I've traveled around the world because of The Simpsons. I've gone on tours of Germany and 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 Spain, and and uh, it's been it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, yeah, I can't look at it as like a a sad thing by by any means. So that but no. that was a little bittersweet for the audience, I think. There, so that was a little bit weird.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of strange that they they didn't they weren't clear. Very strange. We have an announcement to make.
1: I think they felt bad about doing it. Oh, okay. I don't think they wanted to do it. Yeah. The people who were saying it okay. necessarily. Yeah. But they had to. And mm. uh, and and yeah. It was so kind
0: of came off in a, in a sort of half-hearted.
1: <laughs> it was a little thing. bit like. So anyway, it's like uh, kind
0: of like our show. Yeah, we're. Uh, apology. We're
1: gonna have Christmas uh, early this year because you know of uh, Grandpa probably gonna be dead by then. So uh, we're gonna have it like in October anyway. So so we'll all see you there for October and we're gonna have a great time and it's like what's happened to Grandpa anyway. It's been. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then there wasn't really that much time for a Q&A at the end, okay. which would have been nice to get a yeah, little of that. Yeah.
0: So what did you talk about on the panel?
1: Uh, we, t- well, I mean, there are some issues that are coming out between uh, the now and the last mm-hmm. issues. Oh, so
0: you do have some issues with this.
1: Uh... Oh, the words are interesting and they're fun <laughs> and that's the way they are. Yeah,
0: so on and so forth. I love that, uh, that from Zoom. Oh, what was that from Zoom? The song you're singing. I love the way that words are words, the way they work, the yeah. way they are.
1: So come on and zoom, zoom. Come on and zoom. <laughs> How bye, Frebens. Subby Yeah, but San Diego on the whole was uh, was incredibly crazy busy. Yeah. Uh, uh, well,
0: you know you took a picture of it. Well you didn't take a picture of yeah, it, you took some Yeah, it lasts <laughs> longer. It does. You took some video of it. Does video last longer?
1: Uh, and that was just a little bit of it. of it. Tiniest bit of it. It looked like oh. so much. That was nothing. That was like... But it didn't look like... When I was looking it. at
0: it, I was like, well, that doesn't look as busy as Emerald
1: City does. Like, Emerald City feels like it's packed, packed,
0: Mm-mm. packed like sardines. And when I was looking at the picture you took, I was like, well, there's room to walk around. That's not so terrible. There is some
1: room to walk around. That's true some, yeah. most times. Yeah. But one thing that you get, I think, more than you get in Emerald City is if you stop for half a second, you get people going, all right, keep moving. Keep it moving. Got to move. No oh, really? standing. No standing. No sitting. No standing, no standing. No leaning. No leaning. No, go Keep moving. And who
0: is this? People who work there, or just yep. keep, just general yep. Yep. people?
1: Just work keep there. moving constantly. Keep moving. But what about if you're like looking at comics at a stand? At a stand, that's fine. Go be in the stand, <laughs> be in the stand area. Don't okay. be in the walk area. Okay. Keep no, moving. That's keep enough. moving. Fair enough. It's I don't. Fair. B- I don't blame them. But there gets to be what's a point the worst where thing you to like- want to sit and there's no place to sit.
0: Well, that's bad. At all, that's bad. It feels like, are there no clocks inside? Does it just feel like a big no, trap? No, there are no clocks inside. It's like You're a, absolutely
1: right. It's very vegas
0: oh, okay. That's a bit of a and trap. And it's very
1: surreal as well because you, uh, that, like, to me, actually, the most boring part of the con is the con. Yeah. And you go outside and there's all these, you know, things they've built up, like uh, there's a thing for the good place where you can go into, like, the, the afterlife, or there's, like, a uh, Jack Ryan big giant helicopter. that's out. Like, amazing things all the way around yeah. that you could go to for free. Uh, but you know, the con itself is, is fine, but it 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 really feels like I've been going there for maybe fifteen years and it doesn't change at all. Mm. You know. Yeah. Maybe the technology ups, now it's a PlayStation four that they're showing games <laughs> for. Uh but it's huh. all the same general people selling all the same kind of stuff and it kinda you zone out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, always good to see friends and that was uh that was a treat. Yeah. Glad to be home. <laughs> well, you know.
0: I mean that's the same with any trip, you know. Like you go to England, you're like super excited, then you're glad to be home. Yep. You know. I think travel, well, especially pl- plane travel, it has that element of how horrible it is to take the plane. Oh
1: my god, the train, the plane was terrible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awful. always,
0: but it's always terrible. Oh, it's the worst. So it, it kind of, it's a good capper for your trip because it's such a miserable experience that when you get home, you're so happy to be home mm-hmm. after that. After that, like it's kind of like the decompressing is just the suffering yeah. of the plane. Tra- there's plane a journey. Thing,
1: There's a thing like. uh Well, we're all sitting there, and it is just the crammedness and the stickiness and the ugh. And then we were taking uh, United Flight, and so they've got the TVs in front of you, but they only give you free TV for 10 minutes, and then you got to swipe your card and pay for TV. All right, now look, man. I understand we want to nickel and dime this situation. We want to get every last fucking dollar. But what you do, put that into the ticket... And give us free free freaking TV, yeah. Because this is what's keeping us from going crazy, okay? You want it? You want us? Make us really not crazy? Give us some free Wi Fi. Yeah. I know you got the technology, yeah. And you're charging me nine bucks for it. Put the nine bucks onto the ticket. I won't notice it on the ticket. Give me free Wi Fi. I'm not going to kill everybody. I'm mm-hmm. not going to kill everyone on the plane. Clearly, I'm not a flight risk. But someone's going to <laughs> at not. some point. Someone's going to lose their shit. I'm not a flight risk. If you would just please, please, please. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to Russia. Please yeah. let people have all the free things you can, and keep them sane in their crammed little seats of death.
0: So flight risk is when someone is a risk of of fleeing. Yeah, I was uh, risking.
1: I felt like I was going to flee the a plane. Person, and a, jump onto another better plane from okay. my plane.
0: Yeah, a person who who is a danger on a plane is a wingnut. Ah, that is the difference. So just to help you with your oh,
1: that used to be the name of a wings term. place up the street that didn't work out.
0: A wings place that well, because that's a terrible name for it's a wings terrible place. Terrible name for it yeah. implies that it has peanuts and it's not very good.
1: Oh right, you got allergies. What's, what? What? I don't have
0: any allergies. Right. I, have what, I have what's called taste. Prove it. Um, Stop doing this
1: podcast. it's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nice so far.
0: so far. Good taste will get you.
1: That's uh, anyway. Those are them's. Uh, then oh, here's a thing I did in San Diego. I'll oh. tell you. I'll tell you about this, David. SeaWorld? No, I didn't. I haven't gone to SeaWorld. I have gone to the zoo. I didn't. Do, I did enjoy that once.
0: I heard that's everything's happening at the zoo.
1: You know what? Hmm? You're not wrong. Okay. But but you know what? The zoo is full of animals. You know what? Animals become meat. Speaking of things that aren't <laughs> that, I tried the Impossible Burger in San Diego. Oh,
0: Impossible Burger. So
1: not it's to be confused with Beyond Impossible uh, meat. Oh, okay. Which or Beyond Burger or whatever it's called at What's A&W. That?
0: Is that cockroaches?
1: It's not, No, that's a separate thing. Okay. Uh, I have not eaten cockroaches. I have eaten crickets. Me too. Uh, yeah, because you're a big Buddy Holly fan,
0: <laughs> Ravon.
1: So uh, the uh, we we tried the A uh, and W here, and it's okay. It's fine, but it's a little soft. It's got a weird texture thing.
0: But what is it, Tori? It's a
1: it's a vegetable based uh, uh uh burger that's uh, supposed to taste like meat. Okay, A and W has one here. Okay,
0: so this is what the Impossible Burger is.
1: Okay, the Impossible Burger is the one that. The A&W burger is ripping off. Okay. Okay. So the the, the A&W one that you can get in Canada, you can't get the Impossible Burger in Canada. You can get the uh, A&W burger here. Tried it. It's okay. Okay. It's okay, but it's a little too soft. doesn't really have that beef feel. Yeah. Tried the one in San Diego. My wife and my uh, sister-in-law tried it, uh, and I think they both tried it. Um, And uh, But they had the version they had there, which is what they do with vegetable burgers – which is they put on like a whole week bun, yeah, and all this other bullshit. They yeah. put like avocado on it and some tomato jam. That's really and it's in, just like
0: really unpleasant.
1: Let me just say this: fuck off when you're <laughs> when you're giving me a vegetable uh, based patty. Yeah, uh, I don't need. I don't. That doesn't mean that I've gone full hippie and yeah, I want yeah. like all the whole grains. <laughs> I want it to be a burger, yeah. but just not without the meat. Yeah. So just give me that. So that's what I did. I went like, listen, can I have the regular burger, but take the uh, replace it with the impossible burger and they went yes we can do that though it had bacon on it so I took the bacon off and ate that later uh, because <laughs> hey it's bacon I'm gonna try that so yeah, anyway okay. uh, my burger was amazing and it mm. did taste like beef Wow! Uh, it didn't bleed which it's supposed to because okay. they cooked it a little bit too much but uh, it, it really them. did have that beef texture and it was very tasty only downside I'd say was a little bit salty but uh, really nice
0: that's to hide the fact that it's not meat
1: could be, but that they also do that on the meat, to because it's meat. They salt meat as well. They meat. There is very, yes. you will very seldom get a non-salty burger.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that salty? Check realize. out the
1: amount of uh, sodium in a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's crazy. I'll do
0: that. How about a Big Mac? There's no sodium in a Big Mac, I'm sure.
1: Oh. Bless, Sodium. Bless free. your heart. I don't want to break it. Uh, anyway, long story short, impossible burger. Yay! Beyond beef burger or whatever it is at a it's okay. Uh, adding uh, whole wheat buns to your vegetable burgers go to hell. Now back to David with the weather. With the weather. How are things hey. in your neck of the woods? Hot. All right. Now back to David with sports. <laughs> uh, they let uh, they let
0: um, hometown hero. Trevor Linden, yeah, who was sort of our uh, hockey—what uh, would you call him? Like, our hockey hero here. In Vancouver. Yeah, he was.
1: Uh, he was with the Canucks for a very long. time. He was time. with the Canucks
0: for a long time. He he had gone away, but he came back again and, and finished his career here. Prodigal. He was. Uh, yes, he came back. We killed a fatted calf for him. He was. Um, key Turned part it was a
1: veggie calf.
0: There you go. It was an impossible calf. He. Uh, he basically carried put the team on his shoulders and carried them through the uh, nineteen ninety four playoffs. Uh it was a heroic effort by that uh, by a team that was that was didn't have a great season, but it they turned it around in the last the last half of the last maybe last quarter of the season and and took that took that mojo into the into the playoffs and went all the way almost all the way to the Stanley Cup. Unfortunately they fell short by one game.
1: But we rioted like it was We so.
0: rioted like it was nineteen ninety nine, you're right. And We always write like it's nineteen ninety nine. We don't even know what the date is anymore. That's how crazy we are here in Vancouver when it comes to hockey. That was the first thing we did. (laughs) was the first thing we did when the hockey season starts. Uh, Unfortunately, he was uh, well not unfortunately, but for a while he was the president of the hockey hockey uh, like uh, hockey operations for the Vancouver Canucks. But uh, today he was let go of that position because of uh, some unhappiness in the team uh, structure. And I feel like I feel like it's not his fault. I feel like our team is suffering from an overactive owner, which is a, can be a terrible thing for any team to have an... A overactive... Owner.
1: Oh, I thought said boner.
0: That's also terrible for a team to have. And...
1: If it lasts more than four hours.
0: You know what? Celebrate. Celebrate little miracles. Uh, he... <laughs> is that what you call it? Little miracle? <laughs> That's what I call it every time. <laughs> the... Um, you know, like, you, you can have a team... And have a, an owner who's willing to like throw the money at the team, and they can do well. Or you can have a team like ours that has an owner who's pretty willing to throw the money at the team. But with that throwing the money at the team comes the proviso that he gets a say in what happens in the team's operations. And you know, you know who's the, the worst person to run a team? A fan. Mm. You don't want fans running a team. You want professional people, disinterested people who don't think about the team the way fans think about a team. They think about the team in a way that's about business, about the sport of, you know, the the professional running of a team.
1: I think uh, I think you've just showed me a way that I can relate to sports because that is also the comic book industry. That you don't want a really hardcore fan of a no, character you do not. Yeah, you're right, or but probably a film.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can you can trace. You can trace like the the slow decline in comics to to when hardcore fans came into the comic book industry and began to write stories in it, you know, and took it out of the hands of jaded craftsmen, uh, you know, disinterested, too paid, salaried hacks who, you know, just out of the need to feed their families, you know, wrote stories.
1: Well, they also, they knew how stories worked. But they wrote from, good stories. Well, yeah. but they knew they knew how stories worked from novels and classic movies. Mm-hmm. And so they knew the structure. And sure. so they imposed the structure onto superheroes. Mm-hmm. But then the later uh, people imposed uh, superheroes and just infused it with their own fantasies of what those superheroes would do yeah. without the structures of yeah. uh, of, of, of fiction. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Man. And that is
0: the problem. Yeah. You don't want... You don't want fans running anything.
1: I will give you one exception in the comic book industry, though it has never been incredibly successful. Okay, what is that? Uh, I think one of the starts of uh, fan-based writing was Jim Shooter when he was thirteen. He started writing for uh, Legion of Superheroes. Okay, and and that that comic was because there were so many characters. Yeah, they did. It was the it was the earliest I think fan fiction. Okay, because like you'd have characters show up. Uh, And just be killed off. And these two characters are now going to get married. Now this character tries to do something and his arm gets torn off. Mm. And it's replaced by a metal arm. Now he's dead. Wait, he's back from the dead. Okay, now this one. It was just all that kind of crazy shit that you do now in a crossover. But because they had a cast of like 50, you could kill a bunch of characters and and mess everything up and make everything crazy. And so, yeah, I think. And because it was being written by a kid. Uh, uh, he was writing when he was thirteen, I think, to sixteen, and then he took some time off, and then came back. But yeah, your, your teenage boy is just going, you know, it'd be fun. This, and it was one <laughs> of the first uh, times of that. But because it was such a a side book, but yeah, and it never affected yeah. anything else. Yeah, because it was it's set in the future, it didn't affect the present. So just who cares? Go nuts. Yeah,
0: and most importantly, it was a quirk. It was not. It was yeah. not the sta- Oops, it was not the standard of. Uh, just knock my bottle yes. over. Yes, it was not the standard. Practice of of the entire comic book industry of right. having a bunch of people.
1: S- Stanley writing... wanted to write the great American novel. Yeah, uh, and uh, and ended up writing comic books. Yeah, yeah. He never wanted to write comic books. No, it just ended up that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but he understood character and understood, and I think that's what he was best at. Because I don't, you know, he did a little bit of plotting, but because of so many that there were so many books at Marvel and that he was writing, he relied a lot on his writers to create the plots and, and you know, basically sort of storyboard out the story and he would come in after and put yeah. in the writing and stuff like that. But he infused the characters with personality. Yeah. He knew how a you soap know? opera works. Yeah. He knew Yeah.
1: He knew yeah the the times to throw in jokes and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that really works. Like, uh, I remember reading through the Essential Spider Man and getting to uh the time when Stanley left the book and Roy Thomas took over. Okay. And to me, there was an immediate decline in the quality of, of the writing. But there was, immediate, there was an immediate uptick in the re- the repeat of characters coming back from the past with a company in little boxes saying, see issue such and such. Right. You know, and so it just felt like when I was reading, it was just like, ugh, this is not as good. And now it's so self-referential that it's becoming uninteresting to me. Like, you know, and I don't, because I don't, you know, I'm not a huge continuity dude, so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like the idea of everything becoming so, you know, stuck in, in a and becoming like concrete. No. To me, you can't know, use forward. what
1: you've got when you want, but don't be locked into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's it's fun. It's fun that say you said one time that Doctor Who has thirteen, you know, uh, whatever they're called.
1: Uh, I think regenerations, I think, or, regenerations. Yeah. Uh, I think erections. <laughs> thirteen and, erections, and, and some of them last longer than four hours. Yes. T- and when that happens, wow. he turns into a different person.
0: I knew he had two hearts. I didn't realize he had so, uh, so many other organs, um, but uh,
1: but you're, when you're saying you, I didn't say this. They said this in, in a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, it's okay that for that can someone only to have say thirteen. Th-
0: yeah, but what's
1: he on now? Twenty-seven.
0: But yeah, it doesn't because it doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, what? Yeah,
1: just fix it, change it.
0: You don't have to change it. You don't have to fix it. There's not, nothing broken. It's just, it was a story. Yeah. Move on to a different story. Don't get hung up because it's not important. It's just You're just having fun. And if you get too locked into continuity, the fun is slowly sucked out of it. And yeah, that's becomes... getting into
1: the tactical. And I think that's the death of uh, almost any you know fiction that's with any continuity yeah. to it it's like mm-hmm. does it feel right great is it technically right mm. but you yeah. can fix technically later sure. if the feels wrong you can't fix the feel mm-hmm. unless you go like he was hypnotized or some some yeah. shit later but you really can't cuz then it feels like you've been ripping off the reader uh you know with uh with some bogus situation but yeah it's something technical it's like wait i thought you said that reed and ben and the fantastic four fought in world war 2 well how how is that possible if they're this age to whatever well, just yeah, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it,
0: yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I loved Lord of the Rings, I read Lord of the Rings, read the F- Hobbit in grade seven and I read Lord of the Rings in grade eight, and i I loved it a lot. I photocopied the map in the books and and I colored it in with my doodle art felts oh, and wow. put it on my wall um and you know, I just I was a fan and I read it again, you know when I was in grade eleven or something like that, but I never read any other. I shouldn't say never read any other. I did read, um the what are they called? The Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas No, not the Thomas Crown Affair. The Tank Engine. They were no, these were these were uh fantasy novels, not uh although Thomas Tank Engine is also fantasy novels. There are no talking trains. I don't want to imply that those are those are fact based books. I don't read documentaries like Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh no I don't like nonfiction books like Thomas the Tank Engine. It's too dry. <laughs> um but I never really read any fantasy books outside of the f- the Lord of the Rings. To me that was that was the 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 fantasy novel and everything else from that is like based in, on on that book. And what's the point of just reading reiterations of the same thing? Like it's, it sounds boring to me. And I know some people love that stuff and they'll say, "Oh, have you ever read Terry Brooks or have you ever read Discworld by that guy or, you ever Terry Pratchett?" Terry Pratchett? And I haven't because I seriously I- <laughs> I just have no interest in Did reading Eric any more Kraft books could about... Did
1: also do Good Omens?
0: He co-wrote Good Omens. With, with uh, Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman. Okay, I have read that. I tried to read it. I found it too too jokey, a little too a little off-puttingly jokey. Oh, okay. Which I don't like. I like humor in a book, but I don't like it if it reads like... I don't know, it just feels... I don't know, it reads no, like a goof. It's,
1: certain things work for you, certain things don't work for you. That's like fine. It's like a
0: goof, I'm not into it.
1: It's all right. You and I like the to.
0: idea of it, though. And I love the idea that Terry Gilliam was going to make the, a movie version of it, but it fell apart.
1: And now there's a TV show coming up. Is it a TV show? I don't know. It's a TV show, I think. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, David Tennant and yeah. uh, that guy uh, who used to date Silver- Sarah Silverman and would always play the Prime Minister of England.
0: Oh, Michael Sheen.
1: You got it. The uh, leader of the Volturi. You know what? Yeah. Sure is. From Twilight. I think that's all, that's all he ever I think wants to be known as. No, you know what? <laughs> when this obituary to comes in,
0: I'm going to write that's that. thing number one. I'm going to make sure that's one, in there.
1: Leader of the Volturi, two. Used to date Sarah Silverman, I think. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. In lieu of flowers, <laughs> wow. a better biography is we requested. Should,
0: we should become obituary writers because oh, we are, we the, should. Best. We we are should. the best. We are the
1: best. Over the lips, past the gums, look out, hell, here
0: he comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's. Everyone's gets that at the end yep. of it in italics. With yep. the-
1: <laughs> but in Latin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Volturi, Volturi. Isn't that Latin? Volturi, Volturi. Uh yeah, I'm glad. Well, you know, I guess I'm excited about it, except for the fact that I watched American Gods, mm-hmm. so that that majorly like takes my my excitement level down a lot. All right,
1: a I lot. can say nothing about that for various reasons
0: because you watched it and enjoyed it.
1: Uh, no, because the people who worked on that are now working on Why, which is my wife's uh, <laughs> okay. series.
0: I loved American Gods. What a great you show! You don't
1: have to say it, aren't they? Boop. Uh, but uh, they're doing a pilot for my wife's uh comic uh and uh yeah so uh, I, I think the script is And you can't I- talk
0: about it at all. I would love to I'd love to discuss the casting with you but we can't talk about it on the well, air. We really can't. So I'm not going to say anything about it. No. I can say anything about it at no, all. No. We can't. I'm not going to
1: And so we won't. Say anything. No, we won't.
0: About you Stop arc. it. <laughs>
1: I can, I can voice
0: my opinions. You sure can. You just can't agree with me. I'm just going to leave the room. <laughs> Everyone, let's have the Why the Last Man podcast.
1: Now, uh, David. We'll call it Why. Absolutely. Someone will. Someone will. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a strange thing because uh, I, I do watch these GameSpot Universe videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I quite like those. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm, I, I don't get Hulu, so uh, I can't watch mm. um, that new Stephen King one. What's it? Where's the, where's the place that everything happens in Stephen King land? What's the city? Derry? Well, Derry is one of the cities, but there's oh. another one. Castle Rock.
0: Castle, okay. Castle Rock. Okay, so
1: it's called Castle Rock.
0: And that's it's right. That's where, it, in the Dead Zone, that's yeah, where it's the... it's characters.
1: TV... It's like, there's 13 of his books take place there. Wow. In Castle Rock. I think the final one that took place there was Needful Things. Um, so, uh, this is now, because all those stories take place when they take place. Wait, I think you're thinking
0: of Bessie Hinton. That's right. That was that's then. What's then,
1: this is now. <laughs> hey, Dave, stay gold. <laughs> and by that, I mean piss off. <laughs> Um, But this one uh, is uh, a lot of different uh, Mm -hmm. people who have been in other Stephen King movies. There's a lot of references to different Stephen King books and so on and so forth. Cujo's happened. Lots of other things. Everyone loves
0: continuity. Uh, This is the dark
1: universe. Could be. They got uh, it. They but got I, have, it. I haven't been watching it because I don't get Hulu. But I have been watching the, I games, the GameSpot universe videos t- talking <laughs> about it because they just break it all down and then show all these Easter eggs and interesting okay. stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is fun just watching this. Don't
0: you feel like it's spoiling the possibility that you may watch, watch it? I don't watch the show, so it doesn't yeah, matter to me. It's not that interesting. It just either. shows
1: me the best clips and mm-hmm. uh, tells me what's going on. I feel like it's it's a friend who like knows the story who's going, oh, I saw this show. Uh, you can't get it in Canada, so I'll just tell it to you. I'm like, that's fine.
0: Stephen King is another example of of a writer that is not helped by pe- fans adapting his work. People who adapt his work have to not care very much about him to make good movies. So okay. that's why you get a. That's why you you'll get the body turned into a good movie like Stand by Me or The Shining turned into a good movie by Stanley Kubrick, The Shining. Yeah. But you won't get a good miniseries of The Shining. You won't get a get very good. There's other movies, uh, also um, David Cronenberg's Dead Zone, yeah, is very good. But those are movies made by people who could care less about Stephen King, hmm. and it and took the stories and and pared away the stuff that didn't didn't work in well, their opinion. The
1: weird thing about this show to they're me, they're not
0: is slavish adaptions, That's what I, I mean. I
1: hear you. Uh, the thing that's weird about this is because you know the opening uh, titles have like references to uh, Shining and It and Cujo and all these other uh, things. Boring book. Which one? Kujo. Alright. Dave thinks it bites. Um, so I thought it you
0: know what? I thought it was kinda rough.
1: Okay, well don't get foaming at the mouth about it. Uh, so here's yes. what's up. So okay. yeah, it's all these references and then and then you get into the world and uh, you know, one of the main characters is played by the guy who's currently playing Pennywise and uh, Sybil, no, who's the Who's the woman who, Sissy Spacek, was she Carrie? She's Carrie, yes. She's in it. Okay. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other people in it. And sure. like, oh, okay, it's this kind of merging of all the Stephen King world. But then I went like, wait a minute, where have I seen this recently? And it's like, I went to see The Dark Tower.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no good. <laughs> um, Those are meta novels. Oh,
1: my gosh. And, but they would do a thing where like, you know, all of a sudden someone would just go, I think she's got, almost like turned to the camera, The Shining. <laughs> and, like, get it? Do the camera do that
0: Dr. Tongue thing where it comes really close Almost, and back and close yeah. and back? And or like, they'd
1: make a reference to whatever planet uh, the it clown is from or something. Trothelmeter? Like, is, is that really where it's from?
0: No, that's Curve it. Get... Oh, okay. So I mentioned to... it last week, so I thought I'd throw it out there. Oh, again.
1: nice. Every week until it gets a laugh. Um, <laughs> by
0: somebody who understands me,
1: but it was like they were already doing like, oh, this connects all the Stephen King things together. Yeah. we've done that. Mm. We've done this with this crazy big tower in this yeah. sci-fi. Well, that's kind the thing. point of that
0: book. He and actually appears in the in the in the novels. Oh, the, the,
1: fine, whatever. It's fine. It's kind of like
0: it's, Dave Sim appearing in uh, issue two hundred and fifty. Great. Of, it's like uh, uh, Grant
1: Morrison appearing in Animal Man. Great. It's like Dave, that. Uh, Dave Sim did it first. Great. It's like um,
0: I'm
1: sure we'll all appear in the final thing of Sparks, um, <laughs> and uh, and then we'll all be turned into animals. Uh, so yeah, it's like oh we've done Man. that, but now you're doing it uh, on like a low, uh, like a small level as well. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. Stop doing all this. <laughs> that's uh, that's all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, I I don't mind, like okay. I like I do like like Anthony Trollope. I think personally. Oh, is speaking, this our dollop of Trollope? Dollop of Trollope, everyone. Anthony Trollope, I think, was the first author to create his own u- universe where characters are connected, mm-hmm. but he didn't slavishly re recycle elements of it they were just they were just there so you know like say for instance the barchester series uh which recounts the chronicles of Bar- Bar- barchester sure <laughs> and it it has two books that are connected the warden and and uh barchester towers but the other books have nothing to do with each other they're just located in this place of uh, this right. sh- barchester sure place and, and so I like that. I like the fact that occasionally you'll have like a party at someone's house or, or a gathering at someone's house and Frank Gresham and his wife are there f- from Dr. Thorne. And so you know those characters. It doesn't dwell on them. They don't go off and do have another adventure gotcha. or anything like that. They're just there. They're just part of this world. And I, and you know, some characters might appear a couple of times in the stories as, as characters. And I, but I like that. I like that element of it. I mean, you stop doing it because, he was a very sensitive person because he had had a terrible childhood. And I guess he was at a party and he heard someone put, put him down for doing that. Oh. Uh, a couple of ladies were talking to each other and they kind of bitchily, uh, you know, made fun yeah. of him for, for repeating himself. At his novels. And he wasn't repeating himself. He was just constructing this yeah. world just out of out of love for these characters. You know
1: what? I'm glad they're both dead now, those ladies. Well, as
0: you pointed out earlier, they're all dead. Yeah, but especially them. It's a real evening out judgment, death. Pretty much. Well, I mean, Charles... It puts Charles, us all in the same place.
1: Charles Dickens did that, too. It was like so many of his characters were in uh, whatever this fictional uh, place called London that he made up, right? <laughs> That's true. And they're all there. Yeah, they're right? all there. They don't London. really cross over, but no. you, ca- you can assume at some point yeah. they might. It's possible. I, yeah, I
0: thinking off the top of my head, I don't think... Unless it happened in one of his early... Like the Pickwick Papers, you know, in the in the, the Chronicles of Boz or whatever it's called, might have had some... Might have had some overlapping but i don't remember any of his books having that element to them but now, now like i say, i really do think that uh, Trollope was the first. first yeah
1: now this is a good thing for our uh, to listeners to create like a, our a listener, loose continuity i'm gonna ask them a question who did do the first kind of uh merging of universes uh in their in their work if you can think Trollope. of. all right david says Trollope. what do you say listener let us know on but, our uh, message boards.
0: Because yeah, Jane Jane Austen or uh, email. Uh, we'll tell you
1: all that information later. You'd
0: have to think of an author. I mean, the problem for for this is that you know, like the novel as we know it is a pretty recent yeah. invention. And you know, in terms of in terms of literary literary works, like compared to odes or sonnets or whatever, it's fairly recent. I mean, it dates from the late uh, eight, late 19, no, sorry late eighteenth century. Uh, it started as an epistolary, you know, like, so the books yeah, were told in no letters. So sort of right. The, it's, we have an, we have the, uh, we have to keep our, uh, explicit, ex- uh, explicit rating so I can use words like epistolary. Right. But the, yeah, the books were written in forms of letters back and forth. because that was yeah. the only way people could think to tell a story like this. Like, it didn't occur to them that there should be a narrator from outside of the story telling us a story. They, they're like, well, how can we tell a story? Well, obviously we'll have to th- have the characters writing letters to each other that tell us a story. That's the only way this will work realistically yeah you know and so that was a major step forward and i don't know off the top of my head who made that major step forward to you have a guess no
1: i'm gonna go this is why we turn this over to our listeners ah yes thank you because it
0: must have been someone in like i say in the late 18th century whether it was smollett or um fielding or who else could be richardson I can't think of. Any this other. is
1: not uh, up my alley, so I don't know. But I think there's people. I mean, I've read
0: all would. those. I've read all those books. I've read Pamela and Clarissa and and uh, Tom Jones and and Christian uh, Shandy and all those sort of things. I, I really do love novels of that time period because I'm I'm insane. But uh, I don't know off the top of my head who thought of. Could it be? Could it be even earlier. Could it be Samuel Johnson with the uh, Castle of Utrello or whatever it's called.
1: Well, I'm going to ask this separate question too. When was the first example of it in film?
0: Of continuity.
1: Of continuity. Of between two films that are uh, that are connected together in some way.
0: The Sherlock Holmes films with of the Rathbone and Nigel Bruce?
1: They're the same character, and I guess yeah, they do progress, but they almost all were standalone. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean something, yeah, where there's like and a They cr- changed
0: changed eras as well.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously there were there were Things like that. But yeah, let, let us know. Why I'm kind of pushing this along a little bit is because our brains are melting from the heat <laughs> and you had something you wanted to address. And so I want to make sure that we address it while our brains are still functioning. Oh, okay. Speaking of so, crossovers and universes that yeah. crossover, yeah. probably the most successful example of that has been our show Crossing Over with the Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. That was good. Uh, Back in the day, Caustic Soda. That was fun. Uh, the Ink Panthers we've crossed over with. Justice Pals? Justice Pals we've crossed over. And let me just say, we've destroyed them all. <laughs> Why? The we've Gentleman of We've poisoned available? them all. No, except for them. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. We still haven't, we haven't actually really been on their show yet. So we'll we'll work on that and we'll try and destroy their show as well. <laughs> I've been on uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself as well. There, we've done that. Um, oh, they're, they're still around. They are still around. Because they haven't been on our show. If they oh. did that, that's how it all works. Okay. It's like vampirism. <laughs> you got to drink a little, give a little. Okay. Now, uh, the Marvel Universe uh, has been quite successful with the uh, things they're doing. There's a little bit of a shake-up recently. I think you wanted to talk about it, David. Oh, okay. Uh, this is David's uh, What's Grinding My Gears. How you, David? Oh, it's not
0: Grinding My Gears. It's okay, what's, uh, what's that... shuffling
1: my nuts? Uh well, this is this funny because uh, I m- over to David.
0: mentioned to you today while we were eating dinner together that... Um, I had a tweet that was like my most. It wasn't like a lot because I don't really. No one knows me, but it was had like the, my most retweets and likes okay. and stuff like that. And I just had said, forget about this Last Jedi, kicks- you know uh, re, re, yep. remake. Let's use kick- Kickstarter to let James Gunn do the Final Guardians movie. And uh, everyone said, Yay! That's a great idea because we like those movies. And so I was like, Yay! People like you know, liking this dumb tweet that I did. But then I was, I was reading the tweets that he did, and then I was like. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tweet that because <laughs> those are pretty awful tweets.
1: Like they were pretty awful. They're yeah.
0: pretty, pretty.
1: You know who agrees with that is James Gunn. Yes. Like and immediately you know... after being called on those tweets and being told they were awful, he he wrote that you're right. These were awful. Uh, yeah. Apologized for them. Uh, there and you know I I paraphrase it, but it was it was like it seems like a sincere apology mm-hmm. and him saying I won't do this again. Yeah, and this was about ten years ago. Okay, and he has not done anything like that since. No, no. Now, now the question now the question then is, or or a side question that usually follows is why not take those down if you if they were if they were up why yeah. not take them down and there's a bit okay there's two ways of looking at that which is one uh accept responsibility for the past that you said these things. Yeah and so they're there but but it's followed up by an apology. Yeah. But also um, a, a page called the Mary Sue had done an article on him about those tweets okay. at the time. So yeah. it was already it's already out there it's already so out there, yeah. it was never yeah. going to be completely erased. Mm. So do you erase this is a question people are now yeah, talking about. A, yeah. Do you erase all your questionable material from the past? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one is one way to go. No, That's, I think one, that's, I think that's one that's one wrong. discussion. Okay. Side discussion is uh are, do people have to be held to everything that they've done in the past or is there is redemption possible and is that okay? Can you redeem yourself from things you've said in the past or do you always have to be held by that thing?
0: Yes. And well okay, here's the further question which is that we now live in a culture that does not allow give you time for redemption. So you if you tweet something offensive now, you are, you will go through the Twitter scourge. Right. Your career will be over. Okay. You will never have an opportunity to grow and change. Well, it's
1: so when you're saying you know, that it goes. So to,
0: if it had wait, come, out, if this had.
1: Okay, but you're saying it, you're saying that I think there's a falsehood in what you're saying. There, okay, which is uh, you're saying that you know you never, you never, you never. But you're saying it because nowadays it happens so fast. Yeah. Let me let me put to you then that we don't know where this ends up. So in five years yeah. something you wrote now, as much as we're all getting the heat on it now, yeah. that cools off, no one gives a shit in five years and now you can work at whatever you want. Yeah. People are gonna go, Oh, but you did this tweet five years five years ago and people go, What? Who cares? This is mm-hmm. a tweet. Yeah. Five years ago. No one cares about that. It yeah. mattered for a brief period of time. Yeah, right I
0: you could you know, you might be right. The Let's pen, just say like the uh, pen the pit and the pendulum may swing in a different right, direction. Like Chris so.
1: Hardwick is, is going back to uh, hosting uh, Talking Dead uh, this this fall. Yeah, so you know, there's someone who's like, "Well, that's all over for him." Yeah. Nope, and he's there for better or worse. Yeah. There you go. Okay, but please continue your point.
0: Yeah, and well, so Chris Hardwick, if if he's the person who's we don't know for sure, but okay, let's assume that it's him that this person's talking about.
1: Okay.
0: Um, we could destroy his career and wreck his life. Right. That seems like the right thing to do. Why for do you someone think it
1: seems like the right thing to do to what's pe- the element that what's the element that I means? don't
0: I don't think it does but to people uh, the people who f- are talking about this I think to them it feels like the right thing that should be happening is that he loses his job okay. he loses position as
1: for what though for doing what
0: for his like, abusive relationship with his girlfriend I assume that's what we're talking about no
1: so not for, not for me uh, there is there is that and that's its own thing okay, okay? But I think I think the the where the argument th- then becomes like yeah he should lose his job and here's why okay because one of the things that she says in it is when they broke up yeah he made sure she was blackballed in the industry mm-hmm. and so he destroyed her career yeah and so if you if you maliciously go after someone and destroy their career I believe fair comeuppance for that is. Oh, well, then we'll take away yours, if that's what you were doing. That seems very even-handed, uh, crime for crime. Well... If you if you destroy a person's career and make sure, sure they can't work Kay. and destroy their reputation and then you get caught doing it, I think it's completely fair for your reputation to be ruined as someone who did something so malicious sure. and trying to destroy someone's uh, livelihood, and your livelihood in that uh, capacity could be taken away. That sounds, that sounds fine. Ah,
0: uh, okay. So, I would agree with you that I think that person deserves... Some sort of comeuppance and some sort of okay. shame or whatever. I do not think that they should lose their job.
1: You don't think that their punishment should be equal to what they did? No. They should get less than what they did as their crime.
0: So if someone murders someone, they should be murdered.
1: If someone steals $100 from you, they should have $20 stolen from them. How about that? Because murder is a permanent thing. I'm saying, I'm saying like yeah. even, even. But...
0: But you, you're, if you're talking about them losing their career, you are in a way murdering something in their life. You're taking away something from them. Yeah,
1: you're taking away the career like mm-hmm. they took away another person's career. Mm-hmm. You're not just a career. You yeah. could do other jobs in your life. Sure, sure. Um, but if
0: you believe in justice as being a not a retaliation but a corrective, okay. then you can't destroy someone because then there's no chance for them to be corrected. Because then their life is ruined. So then their life is a is a bitter mess. How do they that make, doesn't help them?
1: All right, but I'm less concerned with that person mm-hmm. than the person. Okay, so 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 Hardwick mm-hmm. destroyed this person's career, according sure. to her. Yeah. Okay, and there seems to be some. But evidence. she's
0: doing okay now.
1: That's fine. But that Kay. was not what he. That was. I not, know. I'm just saying. Because she yeah, yeah. did some things that fixed that, mm-hmm. uh, and she revealed this. Okay, yeah. but he did what a lot of men in his position of power have sure. done. Yep. Uh, I believe like Dan Harmon did something similar to this too. There's lots of other people who have done similar things mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. You go out with someone in the industry, you break up with that person. I now feel awkward yeah. uh, that you're working here. And there's hurt I'm going to shut and, you up. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I'm going to be real blatant. Fuck her feelings. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, going to.
0: There's there's uh, motives. How about, or elements how about this?
1: I'll, I'll do a per- I'll do a personal example. I've seen this of like in the uh, in the comedy industry, local sure. comedy industry. Okay. So in an improv uh, group, uh, this person starts to date another person. Uh, they break up. Uh, the one person who's more successful feels like, you know what, I don't want to be around this person because I got awkward feelings about them. Yeah. Uh, so they shouldn't work anymore in this company. And because I've got the power, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to end their career to make myself feel fucking better. Yeah. So I think to me that kind of thing, because I think no one's owed a goddamn job. Chris Hardwick isn't owed a fucking career. Mm-hmm. He was lucky to be where he was. And if you get to the point of you're a lucky fucker who gets to be where you are, yeah. and then you create a toxic environment, sure. and then you do something malicious towards another person, mm-hmm. I don't give two shits about your job. Yeah. Okay, you're you're you made things worse by you being here. I'm concerned about the other person and how they can be made whole. And mm-hmm. can you make them whole? And if you can't be made make them whole, uh, then you know you should have some sort of you know, a uh, punishment for that to show others around you, you can't do this because this is the natural thing to want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there, but I think, you.
0: I think her story is important as a, I don't think the story is important for her in the sense that I don't think it's important for her to have revenge on Chris. I think that's why she doesn't mention his name. Okay. Her story is important for her to tell so that we have her story. Yeah. You know, that's what you she wants. this shit in the sunlight. That's right. Yeah. And it's maybe been, it's been quiet for way too long. And maybe it's a good, a good illustration to the person who has done this to her, that how he affected her, mm-hmm. that he might not be aware of. You know, he might be aware of. I don't know if he's malevolent or if he's just has I think issues. He's
1: blackballed her from the industry. He knows what he, that he actively tried to stop her from working mm-hmm. and and prevented her from having jobs. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's something that something that uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate part of. It's a terrible part of the story, I yeah. should say, but I just feel like, for for justice to work, it's not about an eye for an eye. Right. Like we got rid of that a long, long time ago. Okay. You know, so we moved to a different idea of what justice is. Right. And if you th- want people to move past what we don't move past their sins, move past their bad behavior, mm-hmm. I feel that if you Cripple them, then you make it harder for them to do that. Okay, do you know what I mean? So if you, if a person steals a loaf of bread, then if you come, you know, and then you come and you steal food from their safe stole bread to feed his family. They're hungry. Sure. So then your retaliation is to come and take away food from the family because of the bread that was stolen. That okay. doesn't seem like justice.
1: Okay. Let's go with that idea. So the person steals and- bread. Steals so, bread to oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just saying the person steals bread yep. for their family, yep. but they steal that loaf of bread from another family. Yes. So now that family is going to starve. Uh, and, and but now we put all the focus on the person who stole the bread. That they, they none of the focus seems to be on the person who was hurt by 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 this action. I know in the in the in the story, it's just like a bread dealer. He's got lots of bread. It doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? But like if but someone, I'm not takes talking something about i just. Matter. I don't
0: really care about Les Mis, but I'm just okay. trying to use like a a less less explosive uh like i just i like i feel like what we where we are right now is we're not allowing like so james gunn is an example of a person who is catching this fire yeah f- from from years ago like he is it's like he shoplifted as a teenager and now his shoplifting is being exposed on in twitter right and he is losing his job because 20 years ago, he took a stole a chocolate bar from someone, right? And that's how it feels. Like it feels like the the punishment that it's it not just. He's not the only one who's facing this punishment. There's lots of people on Twitter, not just famous people, and not even people who have blackballed people right. or done anything like that. Just people who've made now, spe- made stupid comments on, on Twitter. Yeah,
1: and every uh, yeah. Since we're specifically talking about James Gunn, it's yeah. important to say who did this. It was called out by this right wing person who mm-hmm. didn't like. That he was uh, uh, putting down Trump, okay, and it's a it's a person who himself has been accused of rape and some other things, and people sure. have brought all that up. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. He went after James Gunn and, uh, and brought up these old tweets and showed them yeah. and made a fuss and called, uh, basically went, hey, Disney, what are you doing about this? And Disney went, oh, uh, we should do something about that and, fi- and fired him. Yeah. But the reason he got fired mm-hmm. was not because of the tweets. Yeah. Disney was aware of the tweets. Yeah. The tweets have been part of a news story. Like I say, the Mary yeah, Sue yeah. covered it. sure sure uh, like When you get hired for a big profile entertainment industry job, yeah. they do a background check. They mm. look up everything about you, yeah. and a news article about you going, who's this creep is going to pop <laughs> up. So Disney was well, well aware. The only thing sure. that changed in this situation is uh, a right-wing guy didn't like uh, how he was putting down Trump, sure. and so he called him on this. It's very similar to, uh, about two weeks ago, Stormy Daniels, who was doing the same strip club act that she's done for a decade, yeah. uh, was arrested because someone uh, she touched somebody. Uh, in a non-sexual way, uh, on, uh, on, from the stage. Okay. And that's, that's illegal. But she does it all the time and it's done it for 10 years. Yeah. The only thing that's changed is she's now trying to get the president, yeah. uh, to, uh, this kind of thing. So, sure. th- so that's what it is. It's intimidation. Yeah. It's thugs doing an in intimidation. So you're okay. right that there is like a thing where people online are being called on what they're saying, maybe in a more harsh and immediate way. Mm-hmm. But let's just be clear that the James Gunn thing, yeah. it's not really about the tweets. It's it's well, about it is isn't, isn't. no it's Be- bullshit because that's,
0: they were they he did that he did yes those, he did he did those things right
1: and but but the, so, but nowadays where you're saying it's happening so fast yeah. Roseanne says uh, an African American woman looks like an ape yeah uh, she's fired like in two days mm-hmm. is different than Roseanne did a joke you know ten years ago yeah. everyone was well aware of it sure. and and did her thing and now we're going hey how about this oh now she's fired that's we, a very different thing yeah oh, so okay yeah. please continue.
0: Uh, but in both, but in both cases, the person in question, you know, there To me, you will never, you will never, as the person who has lost your job because of some something dumb that you did. You will, you will always be embittered about it, or you will most likely be embittered about it. You'll have a hard time getting over this. Okay. You know, and so.
1: So that's not a Hardwick thing. That's not something dumb you did. That's. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking that's about. That's a it. different situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That, you you become trapped in this strip, you know, because you you're like, you know, all I did was this. I didn't deserve this. This is right. their fault, not my fault. This is that on them, not on me. Da da da. You, just, you create this thing that it's hard for you to move past your what you did. So instead of instead of growing past that, hopefully, mm-hmm. growing past making tasteless jokes right. twenty years ago or whatever it was ten years ago, but yeah, you will. You know, rather than having that opportunity to have the natural progression and maturity that we go through in life, mm-hmm. hopefully, you think Roseanne would be mature enough to to know not to say things like that. But anyway,
1: there may be some mental health issues there, and I say that because she has said there were mental health issues there. She said that she's bipolar and has multiple personalities and other things. She said that for I, a long time. I, so I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say someone has uh, uh, mental issues without you know, because I'm a doctor, but Mm -hmm. she's said that, so I think it's fair to like bring that up. Sure, and she's claimed it
0: and and like I say, she has claimed it before. There wasn't just like a recent thing that she said, oh, this is why. Um, Yeah, so I just feel like we are making it difficult for ourselves as a culture to move forward, because we are creating these situations where everything stops. Mm -hmm. You know, you do one thing wrong, stop. You know, we're mad at you, stop. You know, and so instead of because how do we bridge between groups that disagree with each other if our only way of responding to each other is stop? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think this person who did this to James Gunn is obviously, obviously, I think that's wrong. Right. You know, but he's just doing what everyone else is doing right now, which is calling everybody else out. For whatever they want, whether they're and using all kinds of different words no, he's to describe each other.
1: Thing. He's doing a specific thing, well, he's doing a specific kind of mob type thing, which is nice career here, be ashamed if something was to happen to it. Maybe you should <laughs> shut up about sure. uh, uh, talking about the big boss or yeah. uh, some shit might happen. Maybe, you, maybe your house catch on fire, maybe you lose your job. Sure, that's what he's doing. This is but that's that's intimidation, mm-hmm. that's not someone on a college campus going. Oh, this joke that you just did—I find offensive. Yeah, Uh, you should not have. You should not have that album out. Yeah, I'm going to protest your album and try to stop you from coming to our campus. What if they say uh, that
0: joke you just told? uh, Be ashamed if something happened to it. Uh (laughs) That'd be interesting.
1: (laughs) A lot of old-timey mobsters going to college. Hey, I like that mob college. It's good. uh, It's a good movie idea. Here's here's the weird thing about the James Gunn thing to me. First of all, it's like I I know it we,
0: seems very reflexive of Disney. First thing, it feels like they're making the same mistake everyone else is making: is acting without. I suspect acting without due care might, and attention. I
1: suspect things might flip on this.
0: Well, can they can they swallow their pride? Absolutely. Though?
1: If uh, if uh, if if it makes them look good, okay. if it's the easiest way to go, they've mm-hmm. already got a script. If they're gonna written by the guy, yeah, yeah, you know, everything, well, first draft, everything's okay, but everything's a go, go, go. Yeah, they would have to stop. Uh, find another director, rewrite yeah. the script, or yeah. do all this kind of shit. That, that's that's a lot of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but but basically, I think I think there's something else. There's so many factors to the James Gunn one. Yeah. Okay. Ten years ago...
0: He doesn't and, know how to spell gun, as you pointed it out earlier. That's
1: right. He's spelled it with a G. <laughs> and again, this is the only kind of gun control the right wing uh, care about. Um, here, here's the thing. About yes. ten years ago, I don't think people remember... What humor was? It was different ten years ago. Sure, you're things right. have things have changed mm-hmm. a lot. A lot yep. of things have occurred. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're we're now speaking of fucking politics. Yeah, you've got a guy who has been accused of sexual assault like more than a dozen times as the president of the fucking uh, United States. So that changes everyone's mindset. Of the bit. USFA? Sure, whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> okay, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. You know, uh was like the 10 years ago was the biggest shot that there was. Yep. And he was raping people and everyone was keeping mum about mm-hmm. it. Uh Bill Cosby was still performing at Shit. like the PNE. He was still doing fairs. People knew, uh, you know, all these accusations, but no one went, eh. You know, people still went. It was still packed, still doing shows. Mm. So things have changed now. But as far as humor goes, back then we were just coming, pardon me, out of like, uh, where we were at like the aristocrats was a movie mm-hmm. all these people were in and the, and almost everyone who did a joke in the aristocrats it was a joke with pedophilia with incest with all these different things yeah. and all these people were in it and sarah silverman was in it and sarah silverman uh, shortly after or before had her own show where she was in blackface where she did offensive material every week on the show and mm. that was the point the the more offensive the more uh, it felt like freeing and empowering. And it was like, we know this is wrong. Yeah, Saying this shit, obviously we don't believe these racist things. Yeah. That's the point of it. It's so ironic that we're saying this stuff. Hmm. Then later, some of the people these things were about went, uh, just a point of order. <laughs> um, maybe you should ask the person yeah. who actually has... This kind of face Whether you doing this face Is ironic Or actually Is offensive to me And it hurts me as a person Yeah like, Oh that's a good point All right, I should I should ask that And so things have like Radically changed sure. In in that way Because you know We've tried to grow But like Those jokes that James Gunn Was doing As offensive as they were They're gross They're very gross But so yeah. is every joke In The Aristocrats Every joke in The Aristocrats Is gross That kind Yeah of there's th- some
0: stuff In there that isn't great
1: Yeah There was a lot of like there's some
0: stuff in there That's hilarious
1: Yeah There was You go to a Mike and Ike's uh, Mike and Ike's. Uh. Oh, those candies? Yeah, that's right. What, what was it called? Like. Mike and Spike's. Uh, Spike and, Spike and Mike's. Oh, I'm sorry. Offensive, uh, cartoon festival. Yeah. And it's packed with all these cartoons that are all basically that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there were stand-up shows that were like, the, the filthy bastards of comedy. We're doing the <laughs> non-politically correct stuff. Yeah. Here we go. You listen up, motherfuckers. Here it is. And so, yeah, it was that kind of shock stuff. Mm-hmm. That was, that was of the time. It's not good now, clearly. And it was probably not good then, but it's understandable then because sure. that's what comedy was. And you had Twitter out and it was this thing of like, hey, get someone's attention fast. Fine, I'm going to do this shocking joke. Okay, but you think James Gunn really was a pedophile? Of course you don't. Yeah. Of course you don't. The difference between. Um, jokes about pedophiles and, and jokes about, uh, you know, racist jokes is, and I'm not the first person to say this by any means, uh, a joke about, uh, pedophilia isn't pedophilia. Uh, a racist joke is racist. If you're saying a person looks like planet of the apes, that's racist. You are actually being racist with your racist joke. So Roseanne, was being racist with that joke. And then her thing afterwards was, uh no, that was nothing to do with it. It wasn't anything to do with race. Uh I didn't know that she was black. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, n- yes. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And 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 fuck off. You know, whereas James Gunn, yeah. you know, uh, immediately upon being called on this stuff or pretty close to being called on this stuff, uh went, yeah, you're right. This was wrong. I'm going to stop it. And he did. So yeah, I do think like if someone says they are going to do that, yeah, and if they, I don't know who he would make amends to, yeah, because he didn't really do anything real; he was just making jokes. Yeah. So you can't. Yeah. You know. No, I. I hope you don't think I'm thinking he's no, going No, to no, it. but I'm saying like I think I think part of the amends part is yeah, and redemption is yeah. I did something that harmed you and mm-hmm. made you less. Yeah. It took away from you. It made your yeah. world worse. That's right. What do I do to make amends to that sure. to make you whole? Yeah. Because the most important thing isn't me and my career, especially if I'm a celebrity, because being a celebrity is being fucking lucky and you you're you, you in no way have the right to be a celebrity. You have the right to earn a living if you want. Mm. Uh like I think someone like a Louis C. K uh should be able to do like a comedy show or perform somewhere if he wants. But like when you're talking about like what does it what do what can I do to make you whole I am more concerned with the people that he hurt mm-hmm. you know as far as that's sure. concerned sure so how do you how do you do that and in James Gunn's case he really didn't hurt anybody so and then he said he'd stop and then he did yeah so I think that's one of the clearest cases of it's, and especially since yes. Disney knew about it already yeah
0: but they were it's like not
1: yeah. I, I would say like it's it's like going like Hey, Robert Downey Jr., could you step in here for a second? Yeah, so we're about to do the next Infinity War. I heard that at one point, you broke into a kid's house. and well, uh, a family. A, a family's, family's house. Family. Yeah. There was a kid in it, right, though, Robert Downey Jr.? Are you telling me? I don't think there was a kid, but he did fall asleep uh, in a kid's bed. He fell asleep, Robert Downey Jr. I heard you fell asleep in a kid's bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to have to ask you to stop being Iron Man yeah. for the next uh, Infinity War movie. Sure. Even though everyone knew about that. Yeah. Uh, because clearly, we're gonna that m- won't stand.
0: We're going to make him into Irony Man. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, I was in some. Uh, I was listening to a show on CBC Radio. They were oh, talking. Oh, please don't. They were talking to a couple of people. Um, one, uh, there was a. This was in the United States. There was a shooting at a at a Sikh temple in northern, sort of mid northeast Minnesota kind of area of uh, Wisconsin kind of area of the United States, and um, this um, guy who was a member of a of a neo-Nazi. Uh, white supremacist group went into a Sikh temple and, and shot people, killed people. This guy who was going there, but his daughter had forgot her, um, Sunday school work and he had to turn around and go home and get it with her was not there. His mom and dad were there. Luckily, they both survived. But, you know, it was a terrible thing for the community. And there's this other guy who, he was a white supremacist. He actually started this group that this person was a member of, but he had left, he had left that world behind and had, you know, tried to make himself a better person and stuff like that. But he just felt compelled because he had started this group. He felt guilty about what happened. So he reached out to this person. And they have become friends. Yeah. The two of them. And I think that's the kind of redemption that we want from these stories. Not destruction, but some sort of meeting, some sort of place where people can meet and right. and find a uh, some commonality between us that makes us, you know, well, that Whole feels, it feels to and me not that. half a person, and not yeah. not these conflicted, uh, twisted, tortured situations that we're creating for ourselves. But doesn't
1: that feel like again what I was saying, which is you take responsibility for your action, for sure. thing one. Yeah. You try to make the other person whole. Mm-hmm. See what they no, need. No, I
0: agree with you. I'm just that's what made me think of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And 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 going from there. And I'm trying to think of a situation where someone has done that and it's been rejected. Like a Mel, it's like a Mel Gibson, um, you know, being pulled over says yeah. all these terrible things. Yeah, you know, it's now working in the movie industry again. He's still mm-hmm. he's there, but I, I don't, I don't remember him going. You know what? You're absolutely right. I said all these things, yes. and they were racist and terrible. Yeah, and I shouldn't have said them. And uh, um, um, I had a talk with the people I said it to. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so ashamed of this. I'm yeah. so embarrassed. Yeah, you know, like, but no, he doesn't. And no. same with Roseanne. Roseanne's thing is. I didn't it's not my know. Fault. Yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How dare you? Mm-hmm. And now here's another crazy conspiracy theory about Pizzagate. <laughs> uh, right. Yes. But do you do you feel that there's any examples that you've seen of someone who you know was harmed? Yeah. Uh, by you know whatever, but it, not harmed, but like who has done something bad, mm-hmm. was tried legitimately tried. Uh, for forgiveness, for uh, I'm sure for, I'm
0: sure it's happened.
1: Yeah, but I'm we, not I mean, aware of we just
0: don't. Yeah, I mean, these are stories. When that you think of the people really though, whose ending. careers
1: have been destroyed, yeah, you know, it doesn't feel like any of them have may have gone with that. They've gone with. Uh, it's not true. Uh, they, are you talking about
0: fatty Arbuckle again?
1: <laughs> fatty Arbuckle is a nice example, right?
0: Of um, someone who was falsely accused. Who was
1: falsely accused?
0: was a witch hunt. Yeah, because he was a fat guy, yeah. and it was gross.
1: And it was a good news story. It was a good news story. It played well.
0: Yeah, and it was yeah, it was sensational. So and how, sorry, how did he die? Did he just died of old age? I he guess. just
1: died of old age. Yeah. He never never worked again.
0: He did work, but he had to work uh, as under as a, as a pseudonym. Yeah. He never could act again, but he did. He directed and he directed under the name Will Be Good.
1: Right. That's a that's a story you should you should check out if you want to look at something where like there have been examples of yeah. people falsely accused of things. I mean, the, to, to me, when it comes to, you know, and we've talked about this on the show, if, uh, if if someone is accused of something horrific by mm-hmm. one person, yeah. there is a possibility maybe that's not true. That's, uh, that's a possibility. You know, mm-hmm. you should look into it for sure. Yeah. But like, you know, the second person accuses them of the same thing. Well, that's very, very suspicious. Well, that's, yes. And then you get three or more. For sure. They did it. For sure. They did it. Like, odds are so clear that they did it.
0: That's uh, would be one of the... Examples I would use of why I don't think Woody Allen is guilty of what he's accused of doing with his daughter, uh, Dylan, which is that there is no other incident in his life of this sort. There's no rumor of this sort. No one has ever come out. There's been no... No one's ever been paid off to be quiet about these things. It
1: becomes a big mashup of different things that people... Uh, have problems with you know an older man younger woman mm-hmm. uh there here's and here i think is one of the darkest things about it is first, first of all it's an interracial thing and people have a beef especially with that. at that time yeah people have a beef with that sure okay but i think and i don't want to say this in a in a mean way is uh he, not that attractive they mm-hmm. like um mia farrow and frank sinatra were the same age difference yeah but they were both very attractive people and so we're all right with that. I think I think society generally sees two very attractive people and you see the age difference. You go like, that's fine. Yeah. But if you look like a, an older man, mm-hmm. like you look old, like Woody Allen does, yeah. then it's like, yeah, creepy old man. What, you get a lot of He didn't like, look
0: as old then, but yes. No, no, but yeah. he
1: looks, you mm-hmm. know, he had an old look to him, mm-hmm. uh, you know. and yeah, he's again, kind of frumpy
0: and yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, a lot of people would say, he always looked like a creep to me. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. what you mean, there's a lot of things you can say when you yeah. say... You know, he looked like a creep. Oh, what's a creep look like? Yeah. Like a Jew? That's what it, that basically <laughs> that what, what it mean? comes down to. He yeah. looks like an old Jewish man. Yeah. So he looks like a creep to me. Yeah. But you don't want to say that, but that's what you're, that's what you're saying. Yeah. So when you or see,
0: he looks nerdy. So
1: when you see like an older Jewish man and yeah. a young, uh, Asian woman, you go, hmm, yeah, it's that, yeah, mm-hmm. that looks creepy to me. I don't, I don't much care for that. Whereas a Frank Sinatra and a Mia Farrow, same age, uh, same age difference, no, no beef there at all. Sure. You know.
0: And then also people create their own, uh, their own narrative, you know. So you'll talk to someone about it, say a person at work who you just get into discussion with about it, and they go like, "Well, you know, going with a sixteen-year-old girl." You're like, "She wasn't sixteen; she was 20. Yeah, she was more than an adult.
1: There was okay. There was a there was one element to that where you weren't a hundred percent sure, and that was because she didn't have a birth certificate, so she could have been okay. a, a year difference either way. Okay, but I think an- another bigger thing is
0: that's what you tried to say at the bar.
1: There you are. Uh, I think another bigger thing with that is, you know Once you became uh, a lawyer. There you are. Um
0: <laughs> a jailhouse lawyer.
1: You 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 listen to the you know uh alleged victim yeah who was of a certain age at a time where it, it could again there's so oh it's so possible that you know things can be cla- it's so easy to do that. Mm-hmm. But no one listens to is it is it soon Sun Yi?
0: Soon- yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't talk about it.
1: Well that's the thing. It's yeah. like when she has talked about it, and she did, like, write a thing fairly recently, like, in the oh, last year. sorry, I didn't know that. A big, long thing. Yeah, okay. where she went, look, I was of age. Uh, we weren't, we, we, we barely knew each other. Yeah. Here was the thing. Uh, people have said, I'm uh, mentally challenged. I'm not. I've got these degrees. <laughs> yeah. I'm this. But they don't treat her as a person. Yeah. They treat her still like as the, if she was a young girl.
0: It's Yoko Ono uh, all over again as well, too. You know, this foreign person is uh, interfering with something we love. Yeah. You know.
1: And this and this thing is because you'll never, yeah. There's so I mean, I mean I've looked into this like, you know, stupid much. Because
0: you, know, <laughs> well, you 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 I mean, and to, it's not as comedy it, lovers. Woody Allen is important to right, us because we have a bit of time. I
1: love Bill Cosby even more than Woody Allen. Yeah, but fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a rapist. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, uh, I like Ralph Harris so much, mm-hmm. man. I love Ralph Harris. He's a pedophile. Fuck him. Yeah. I'm fine. If, if Woody Allen's a pedophile, fuck him. Yeah. He, that's, that's enough with him. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's just so many, so many factors lined up there that, uh, you know, going through a custody hearing. You know, and this new information a bitter, comes up. A bitter, a bitter custody, custody yeah. hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all gets blended together into sure. one big mess. But, yeah. like, bitter bitter custody hearing. Uh, this has never happened before. Uh, the, uh, Moses Pharaoh says he was there. There was yeah. no time for any of this to mm-hmm. have occurred. You know, all, all these different things. There's other witnesses that there's say it could have w- happened. But, uh, the, na- that na- that
0: the nannies who yeah. also have said that they were there.
1: Yeah. Uh, just the story
0: doesn't check out in terms of of location. So there's issues, you know, there's there's lots of, I mean, and you can say, well, a small child, you can understand how they can confuse, you know, where things happen and stuff like that. That's very easy to do. But also, as we saw with, like, the satanic scare cases in the 1980s, where, you know, 20s, 40 people were arrested in towns for all kinds of horrible things. Horrors, yeah. That were just, you know, basically made up by children in order to please people who wanted them to tell stories. That
1: the children... To this day, who are now adults, yeah. believe happened. Yes, because. But they didn't.
0: You can implant memories.
1: Yes, and it's, it's very just a horrible to do. thing to yeah. think, and yeah. it makes it feel like you're not believing victims of these things. But to, to me, I mean, there's real. Ah, oh, fuck. There's like, there is there is rape and incest in my family. There's horrible things that have happened to people that I love. Yeah. And, and, and because of that, it just, it's, it's especially important to me to, to, to listen It's not to the just. Victim. It's listen, it's listen. Yes. But then, But then there is a lot of stuff that gets mixed up in there. Mm -hmm. And it's not the fault of the person who gets mixed up, because there's a lot of trauma and there's things, whether something happened or not. There's a lot of ways this goes. So I take this so fucking seriously. It's not just like, you like Woody Allen, so you want it not to be true. Yeah, that's true i would like it not to be true i would like yeah. nobody to have done this i yeah. would rather much rather that this like the scenario of it's a false memory is infinitely better than if this girl was actually hurt yeah. my god my god it's the worst thing in the world and again it's happened to people i love it's so it's so horrible that i hope that that's un, uh, untrue um but like yeah there's so many factors in, into that here's here's a thing that happened recently was like uh did, did i tell you about the, sh- the 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 t-shirt at Van Calf? Did I tell you about this? No. Okay. So I'm at Van. I'm at. I'm at Van Calf and a woman is wearing a, a shirt that says uh, "Waiting for Woody Allen to die." Ooh. And it's in it's in the font of the Woody Allen, you know, uh, movie movie thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I was like, oh, is she gonna come to our table? And I was like, I really was thinking, like, what do I do? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna sell her a book. And so, I'm not this gonna, was this is at Van Calf? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna sell her a book. Yeah. Um, and I'm there with, I'm there with Nina. Uh, she's, she's your own person. She can decide whether yeah. she wants to sell someone a book or not. Hey, was I chopped liver? You were, you were, you were there as well. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I generally probably know what your position is on, okay. uh, on, on yeah. that, on that subject. Yes. Um, but I was going like, so what do I do? Do I, do I, st- do I tell her why I'm not selling her a book? Mm-hmm. Do I, do I have that conversation in public? Cause I know where that one's going to go and it's just going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be really an ugly fucking situation. Yeah. Do I just see her coming and do I excuse myself to go to the bathroom and just fuck off for a while and <laughs> let whatever play out, play yeah. out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and I feel a bit bad about it because it feels like I'm not being, uh, an ally in that situation to people who are hurt by, uh, you know, molestation and aren't, aren't believed. But I think it's such a unique situation. It's mm-hmm. so unique yeah and and that it that it's it, it's the exception that kind of proves mm-hmm. the rule. yeah, you know <sighs> So I, yeah that was a ugh, that was an echo ec- moment at, uh, at Van Kaf. That is
0: and I like you did uh, Facebook something and also tweet that you said that I will not sign for anyone who's wearing a shirt that says oh, they'd like me it was to like buy.
1: there was a, there was another example of something that was going on. And someone went, I wish that person was dead. Mm. You know, uh, when is that person going to die? There was a couple of things about that. And it was, it was nothing. And, and, uh, and it was a legitimate, like, I really wish this person was dead. And it was someone who's actually in town. Okay. Okay, uh, and so I blocked them, and then I, I made a post about, like, if you say that you wish someone was dead, yeah. I'm going to block you. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Yeah. And if you if uh, if you, if you say that you wish someone was dead, I'm not going to sign a book for you at a con. Okay. You know, and so that was what that was about. It was about that shirt. Mm. Mm-hmm. That I saw. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's funny, because I think I would probably just sell her a book. Sure. Because, you know, it's her opinion. I don't agree with it. Yeah. Definitely don't agree with it. I don't think people deserve to die, but uh
1: well, we all die.
0: But people, do you deserve it? You don't earn death. You hopefully, when it comes, you'll welcome well, it as a great saying, release from this horrible, disappointing is, life.
1: The world will be a better place. Yeah. when this when this artist is dead. Yeah,
0: which is a, false.
1: I mean, if you think you think, and listen again, I could be wrong about this. Maybe he did it, and you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just a. No, ugh, I can understand. It was a dark. Ugh.
0: And if you said you didn't want to sell her a book, I would support you in that too, you know, because yeah. that's your, this, you know.
1: This is yeah. This one's a. This one's a. Ugh, for it's me. it's so and it's so. <laughs> ugh. It is. An
0: ugh. It's an ugh situation, and it's, you know, it's a, an example of something where, you know, forgiveness, can you know, and allowing the past to, to pass, sometimes can be important because sometimes you need. You know, forgiveness isn't about the other person. Yeah. Forgiveness is for you. It's your power over that person because you you end their power over you by forgiving them. You know, you're not accepting what they did to you. It's still bad. But what you're saying is I am past that now.
1: Yeah, I got to make a person I'm putting
0: that behind me. Yeah.
1: I've uh, you know, I've done that with uh with stuff that my father did, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh and yeah, that that did feel like a thing. It's tough when it's something that's like currently happening. Of
0: course, it is. You know, it's super hard. Yeah, you know, to where it's I don't hard. think
1: I I can because it's currently happening. <laughs> yes, um, you know, it's
0: something that yeah, you need to you we need to work work through. And work. I mean, you know, you and you don't have to forgive someone like that, but you just you just have to know the appropriate response, mm-hmm. you know, and which would be non escalation, which would be not not as much as you can not carrying it out you know what i mean so there's
1: yeah there's a there's a person right now who's trying to contact me who has moved out of town who is back in town for a bit that wants to get together Mm -hmm. and uh it is one of those times where like we left on bad in bad circumstance Yeah, yeah and i just feel like if i get back together with this person the narrative is going to be that that didn't ha- The things that happened didn't happen. Okay. Like, I'd be fine. So, if you
0: think maybe it's that's not as important to them how you feel about it? I or do you think that
1: they've got their own narrative? Okay. Because their narrative was so strong back then as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that the only way this works for them is if their narrative remains what it was, but yeah. it wasn't true. You know, the things that happened, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so, it's like, do I. Do I take the chance of like, yeah, I'll get together with that person, have a coffee or whatever and yeah. catch up. And then if they do bring this up, do I confront or do I just go, it's, that's how they're living their life. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to fight on that. I'm just going to change the subject. I'm going to move to something else. Yeah. You know, and I don't, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's a tricky. It's a, it's a tricky one.
0: It is tricky. And I mean, I've, I've had friendships end and very bad terms with people and I regret that. Yeah. I would love to still have that person in my life. Even though they drove me crazy, yeah um i'd still I still wish I had contact with them, but I think it would be an awkward thing to do now, but i think but I do regret that those friendships ended yeah badly. same
1: same same here and, I, I and wish if there's
0: was there was a way that I could have an easy rapprochement that didn't involve like con- you know finding contacting, going through this sort of awkward dance, I would love that, you know, and I think. For you, why can't they just listen to your podcast?
1: <laughs>
0: for you, you know, if you have an opportunity for for a a way to bridge this and yeah. maybe move past it I don't, together, yeah, I, I, I then would, it's hard to resist. I, would, I think I would
1: like to. No, obviously, I would like. I would. I would like that. Yeah, it's hard for me to not uh, overthink what the conversation would be mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. I, uh, like it could be just ignoring it just ignoring all the stuff that happened right yeah. and just and just having like a late conversation mm-hmm. but I think there's gonna be like a lot of you know them going to be awkward well they're gonna make requests that uh, I will not be able to follow up on things like you should come and visit uh where I am okay and I'm like well that's not gonna mm-hmm. happen yeah, because yeah. we've still got a lot of back sure, sure um uh and the other the other part is uh this person the things they did also hurt someone else that I love sure Right, so that's a big that's a big part of okay yeah that's a big part of uh, forgiveness that I've always been a little dodgy on, which is like so this uh, I'm going to use a different example in this case okay so there's a there's a person in town and they uh, were talking uh, some lies about a f- good friend of mine yeah I confront them on that yeah and say knock it off and like, ah. <laughs> and then they do the same See? thing they do the same thing like later on okay and they're telling like all these like really bad things about this person that yeah. they did not do yeah again i confront them on them and i go like hey seriously knock that off yeah and we get into a big blowout of like who the hell are you to tell me this?" this, this yeah, that. Yeah. and then i get like word from this friend yeah uh they're mad at me because this person's now come at them saying yeah i'm getting bugged by this person uh who's saying all these things so it's like ugh, it's just an ugly situation all the way around mm-hmm. okay well this person that's saying all the shit about my other friend has a, a separate mutual friend of mine yeah they're like
0: it's oh. getting confusing. sorry, so okay, let me just go back a little bit. so sure. you've okay, there's a person in town and they're saying bad things about a friend.
1: that's correct. so they worked with they worked with a friend of mine yeah and they said they said about said friend uh, that when they left the job, they left because uh, they uh, had a nervous breakdown okay said they had a nervous breakdown and uh, and they just went crazy on the set and they did all this other stuff okay,
0: so okay, that okay, wasn't was a, true.
1: That was not true. Okay, they said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it in the press.
0: Okay, that's, okay, that's not good. No, so so let me let me just go a bit further. In the, so so now the person this was said about. Yes, they're mad at you.
1: Okay, it happened a second time. First yeah. of all, I, I talked to this the person who said these things and yeah. went like, you know, that didn't happen. They're Like, yeah, it didn't happen, but made a good story. Ugh. Okay. So, uh, it happened a second time. He told a different. Told should, it to a different. By the way, we should
0: get this person on Sneaky Dragon. Sure. They know how to tell a story. Uh,
1: mag- yeah. It said the same thing in a magazine. Yeah. Because it's a fun part of the story of like mm. I was doing this thing yeah. and we had to deal with this, this, and then this person just went crazy. But uh. they mentioned the job of the person, oh. so anyone who knew her, yeah, uh, would go, oh, she went, she went crazy on the set. Yeah. We shouldn't hire her for future things. This is career damaging to her. Yeah. Okay. So, he does this a second time, and I'm like, seriously, guy, knock, knock, and his name's not Guy, <laughs> knock this the fuck off, yeah. okay? Just knock it the fuck off. Guy Smiley He uh, blows up at me over this, sure. like, who the hell are you to tell me what to say about anything? Yeah. Uh, he's so mad, he confronts her. Uh, she's upset because uh, she's now been confronted by this guy and dragged into this thing and dragged into this thing so yeah. that's even worse for her she yeah. tells me basically back out of it it's not y- your yeah, it's yeah. not your business sure i think i'm like i'm defending a friend and i'm getting the uh, for defending a friend <laughs> so it's like it's a real ugly situation sure so this guy is close friends with someone who is like a really good friend of mine this is separate friend yeah right separate friend is like having a lot of parties this person's at all these parties mm. i'm like keeping my distance because uh, I don't want a confrontation. Yeah. Finally, like, look, you got to just, it's too awkward for you guys to be fighting. You got to make up. I don't know if I can make up with the guy yeah. because the stuff that he did wasn't to me. Sure. How do I forgive him for hurting someone else? Yeah. Now, in this case, she said, mind your own business on this and back off. <laughs>
0: yes. So maybe, maybe. She, maybe that's maybe, a different situation. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe she's telling you to forgive and forget.
1: Right. Right. She, she didn't feel that way about it. She just wanted this guy to be out of her fucking life. Okay. It was, it was like she was, she found this behavior to be abusive. Mm -hmm. It was very upset to her. Yeah. But it was one of these things like if you've ever been in a situation where a couple is fighting. Yeah. And like you see a guy pushing a woman. Yeah. And you get involved in it and, she will fight you as well. Yeah. That will always happen. Yeah. Always fucking happen. They will both turn on you. Yeah. So do you do something or do you not do something? Yeah. So that's what it felt like with that. So, see, but my my thing in this thing is like, can you forgive someone for something that they've done to another person? If you're, if you got, if you got someone you know. Yeah. And they do something mean to me. Mm-hmm. Really fucking vicious to me. Yeah. Can you, without us making amends, me and, me and that person, can you become friends with them again? Can you forgive them for something they did to me? or is that your place to do?
0: That is a good question.
1: That's one that I've been struggling over for a long time.
0: But here's the thing. When when you forgive someone, you're you're not doing anything for them or to them. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it's for you to close a to close a chapter to to you know to end that thing that's cuz you know you are living in this still. Right. You know, and it's not a healthy living cuz you are living in this negative place. Mm-hmm. And you need to move past it, you know. So it's up to you to find a way to let that chapter close, you know.
1: But if you're it's not, this you're not and over you're, and over again, <laughs> that's the thing. Yes. Do you just ignore that? Yeah.
0: Well, I think you can forgive them, but not talk to them ever again. It's true.
1: It's not if you're. I in the, mean, the, all right. You know what it, I mean, right? Yeah, like you. It the,
0: doesn't. It, you don't have to be involved with this person anymore.
1: In my scenario uh then they were inviting here's the thing they were friends with both of us yeah and so they invite us both to parties mm-hmm. so it was like do you you know they so we would be in the same environment yeah, yeah often yeah and 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 you just cross paths things happen sure sure uh, someone who doesn't know their shit is talking to both of you at the same time yeah you know that kind of that kind of thing mm-hmm. so you know or it's such a small industry that yeah. i'm going to work on the same project as this person yeah you know it's like here's the thing: if it's someone at your work yep. who you work with, who you have to talk to, yep. who you have to be with, and I drop by your work one day and he uh, takes a disliking to me mm-hmm. and like just like starts bullying me and pushes me or pushes me around, yeah. it's a bad scene. Sure. Uh, do you do you forgive that guy for that? Like later on, you got to work with him, you got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the scenario. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I can, but that but my relationship with him is different. It can never be the same again.
1: Then you haven't fully forgiven. Them.
0: No, I've forgiven him, but he is a different person to me now. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, sound, that's because I'm not
0: okay. accepting who he is or what he does. Okay, that's not what forgiveness is. You don't accept. You don't forgive the crime. You forgive. You forgive that person. You and when I say forgive, you aren't. You you're not accepting what they do to you. If someone bullied you yeah. through your life and it it hurts you and it, uh, it you think about it all the time by. By closing that chapter and stop living in that past Mm -hmm. and letting it go and just forgiving what happened, you don't have to go and talk to that person or be friends with him or reunite or anything. That's nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. He's still not an acceptable person. He's still a bully, you know, and hopefully he will, he or she, I don't want to say that only men are bullies, but that person will, that person will stop of their own accord through maturation through through some sort of some sort of lesson that might come out of this, you you know, but it has nothing to do with me as the the victim of this bully mm-hmm. through school. you know I am closing that part of my life, I'm letting it go. I'm realizing that it's an anchor that's weighing me down, that's making me unhappy, that's keeping me from being feel, feeling fulfilled, whatever however yeah. you however it affects your life. and so by letting it go. You are you are the person who benefits from forgiveness. That person does not benefit from the forgiveness. That's nothing to do with them.
1: It feel, it feels like, all right,
0: and I mean, you don't have to. And like yeah. I say, you don't have to change. You know, if that person is is an obnoxious jerk, mm. they're an obnoxious jerk. And that's and how do you treat an obnoxious jerk? You can be friendly with him. You can be, yeah. you know, an acquaintance of that person. You can never be a friend of that person. And that would be the same with this person at work. You know, maybe he was a, maybe we were good friends at work up into this incident when he attacked you. But after that, there's no, there's no relationship between Mm -hmm. us. We are, we are workmates. We work together. We don't have fistfights every day over what happened because I have to let it go.
1: Yeah. The person who's coming to town, I mean, I basically, I mean, it's just, I don't really give them thought anymore. Like they don't have that deep a place in my heart. When I think about it, I'm saddened by the incidents and what occurred. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But,
0: but you don't having, miss them.
1: I'm. It's so. It's so much time has passed. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I guess I. Uh, I. I. I miss certain elements of what uh, we used to do and used to be. Sure. But uh, if you. But if you
0: talk to them. Yeah. Do you think that you would? It would re. Reignite or bring out your. You know the friendship that you had, or do there's you think two, it would just? Th- no, feel, I don't
1: think so. I think. Okay. I think there's there's two there's two things that I'm worried about. One is. Uh, that there'll be a denial of what occurred, mm-hmm. and and I, I try as much as I can to be truthful, right? So mm-hmm. it, would be, it would be having to really just fake a lot of shit, and <laughs> it would like would go, go fake. Yeah, yeah. And two, I think there would be possibly uh, a desire on their part for something that I cannot give them. Okay. A return to something. Yeah, yeah. That's you possible. Know, that I don't think I that's would be possible. able to provide. And there's.
0: You know, you know, it, yeah. It has all the it has all the potential to be awkward, like any social interaction yeah. that we will ever have.
1: I mean, I'm awkward it's, at the best of times.
0: Hey, today at work, um, uh, the the warehouse manager came over and he says, "Oh yeah, uh, you made a mistake yesterday when you're checking an order that went out. Uh, I think you didn't check the one of the horizontals was missing from it." And I was like, "Okay." Uh, he says, "You can look at the paperwork." So I looked at the paperwork, put it back. Then later on, I saw him going down and getting the horizontal and giving it to the customer, and I was like. Oh, was he telling me I should go get the horizontal and give it to the customer? Because mm-hmm. I totally missed that. Like, it's just so awkward. I just so dumb. Like, I missed... It was a pretty obvious cue, I guess, but yeah. I I missed it entirely. I just carried on with what I was doing. Duh. You know, it's just... But that's, you know... Yeah. Hey, I forgive myself. Because I see who I am. I can't help it. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, San Diego was just a series of, you know, get togethers and meeting with people and whatever and just yeah. having to be social and just like adjusting your level of, sure. you know, thing. And, sure. uh, you know, oh, here's some people that I'm meeting for the first time, mm-hmm. but I know a lot about. Yeah. Oh, it's so awkward. So awkward. <laughs> Everything's awkward. Life is awkward. I'm pretty good. Do I hug at, you? Do I not? That, I don't, so know. No, I I don't, don't. know. I never know. By the way, know. anyone who's out there, uh, just say this if you see me and you're, you you want to hug. Uh, can I have a hug? That'd uh, be go. great. There you uh, go. Be a fantastic thing to do. Uh, and if you want to just handshake, that's fantastic. You put if your you hand want out. a fist, if you want a fist bump, also <laughs> fantastic. Uh, don't make me choose. I'll choose wrong. Yeah. And it's going to be weird.
0: It's very hard. That's why I cannot remember people's names when I'm introduced to them because I am panicking over handshakes. Right. Because I'm a terrible handshaker. I always miss grip so i end up holding two fingers of theirs or something like that yeah. but while i'm panicking over that yeah. possibility their name has gone out of my That's mind right. and
1: my hand has gone so sweaty it went <laughs> up your sleeve and i now apparently have my hand <laughs> on your shoulder uh, from the inside of your shirt
0: well it is hot in san diego yeah it,
1: had, it is very hot in san diego so i think the moral that we have learned today right, is,
0: well we really went over, over, over is uh this.
1: the internet is uh tricky uh it forgive if you forgive if you can you're it's, actually helping yourself yeah uh, uh this is all just a, a start of a discussion that It's funny
0: how longer. old is Twitter now
1: well, Do you that's know? A good question. Well, it's got to be uh it's got to be at least 15 years I think more more than 10.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um it's interesting isn't it? It's a, it's a it's so new that we haven't developed a we haven't developed manners for it yet. Like we haven't we haven't figured out how to be how to be on it. You know, like we know if we meet each other in real life, how we should behave to each other, whether we are enemies or not. We understand when we meet each other in public, how human discourse should work face to face. But the internet, we're not sure how discourse should be, you know? So people, some people treat it like they're very short, very short back to you. And probably to them, that feels fine. Whereas to someone like me who enjoys a little bit of politeness in a message um it feels insulting almost sometimes like when people just give you like a quick answer back i'm like oh they're mad (laughs) what's wrong you know whatever like i just assume everyone's mad at me so it makes it difficult but but uh yeah so but we haven't figured it out yet like we're not quite there we're we're working towards it obviously
1: yeah they say in a relationship when you see couples uh the ones that are going to fail okay the, the sign of failure isn't a couple having a heated argument with each other. That's not it. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's the ones that have that rolling eye kind of Mm -hmm. disgust. When
0: they're indifferent to each other. It's indifferent, but it's also
1: just like, oh, what a bother this is. Mm -hmm. What a bother you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I think where people get the most upset online isn't a heated back and forth. Because often those end with, you know, listen, I was just, I was blowing my stack here this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's where people are dismissive as like, you don't matter. Yeah, yeah. And if you're told you don't matter in a space where you feel is your space, whether it's your home or, you know, you feel like, no, I, I do matter. I do matter. Yeah. and Someone's saying I don't matter. That hurts you at a, a very deep sure, level. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think a lot of that happens uh, online, online and that yeah. messes people up for sure because we hate that more than anything. Mm-hmm. That's like someone just being like, ugh, you <laughs> is much worse than hey, you. Yeah. You. I want to talk to you because at least they care about you, and you're going to be able to go somewhere <laughs> after that. Yeah. But yeah, someone like ugh, Dave, ugh, that oh no, I, I've never faced that I I in my life. I don't what know, do I don't know do with this guy? Is.
0: I never had, it. I never faced indifference. That's, I'm lucky that way. No, I. Uh, hey, before we go, and I feel like you maybe want to wrap up a little bit now. It's
1: uh, I've I've just had a couple of messages from uh, relatives of mine going. Jesus, are you still at it? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now uh, one in the morning.
0: All right. Well, let's. Let's just, let's well, we've just been do this. Since six. Before we go, <laughs> let's just do this one little thing. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this?
1: All right. Sweet outline. <laughs> no, this. Chick talk. Yeah. Chick talk, everyone. We haven't had this in a
0: while. We haven't had this for in a while and we have a sad Chick talk today. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to kind of catch up our listeners who have enjoyed hearing stories of, of, our chickens. As we all all, your, all know.
1: I mean, your chickens. My,
0: our, my family's chickens, I guess I should you say. You and I have not
1: adopted we chickens. We have
0: not, we have not adopted chi- We haven't taken a relationship that next step up, that next no. level. Ugh. The chicken level. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, as everyone knows, we have, we have two chickens. We had two chickens. We had Noisy, uh, former potential meat chicken, uh, Noisy, and then, uh, Queenie, our, our baby, our little uh, Polish chicken with her with her rye neck. I just wanted to give everyone a little update um, because we had some sad news, which is that our noisy died. Um, she had a she's been kind of steadily going downhill through the last little while, and I think that this heat wave that we're going through right now is just too much for her respiratory system, and she was having trouble breathing, and she probably. This, you know, it's probably heart failure or something like that. That, that, you know, uh, Lisa woke up on Friday morning and went out to feed the chickens and Noisy was was dead. So, you know, it's sad, of course, because she's one of our pets and we love our animals, of course. Um, But to be, uh, you know, positive about it, for a chicken that was bought as a chick and was raised to become uh, a butchered you know, it was raised for butchering. that's what that was the idea of when Mary and her friend bought twenty chickens. they butchered uh, many of them and you know dressed them and and used them for meat, which is what they wanted yeah. to do. I don't think they'll ever do it again because I think they learned that it's very emotionally difficult to do that sort of thing, uh which has been known to mankind for a long time. That's why we separate ourselves so carefully from from that reality. Um, that's why you know temples had. Had animal sacrifice was a way of forgiving ourselves for what we did to animals. I know that sounds weird, but that was part of the reason we did it. Um, but uh, Noisy was, and her and a couple others, BB or Beast, were a couple chickens that by dint of their fabulous personalities (laughs) were able to worm their way into the hearts of their would be uh, eaters and uh. And got to live, got to live a long, not a long life, but a, for a, for a chicken that's a broiler chicken yeah. that aren't designed to live forever. They're just designed to, to live, get fat and then become food. She got to live, get really, really fat, live for a few years, four years, I guess, four or five years, uh, which is way past her, her lifespan for any other chicken of her type, for most of them. Uh, she had a pretty good life. She was well, well taken care of, yeah. well loved. She got baths. I was
1: just saying, she's got
0: baths. <laughs> she had baths. She had, she got fed strawberries and corn on the cob and bread and whatever else we, we felt like giving her. She had a lot, she had a good life. She got to wander around in the backyard, a very safe place, got to sleep under, under a lilac bush and, uh, and sit, sit in the shade there. You know, she had lots of fun. And, uh, uh, we, on Sunday night, I went and I dug a, it was about a four-foot deep by three-foot hole in the woods near our house. I didn't want to do it in our backyard just because we live in a place that it's about six inches of dirt and then two hundred feet of clay. So I didn't want to do it in back. My- so I went into the woods and I found a nice uh, spot with some soft, soft ground and I dug uh, this hole. And by the way. I forgive, I forgive Supernatural for their, for their way they they always show them digging out these perfectly square, because that's actually the most convenient way to dig a hole, it turns out, is to dig it in a, in a rectangular oh, square. Okay. So, so even though it's not quite as perfect as theirs, because theirs is dug out by a, by a, by an excavator, Interesting. uh, mine was still with a shovel was square all around, all the way down to the ground, uh, and we buried, buried her there, we, Put some flowers on her we put then we buried her and then we added put some ferns on top of it so people wouldn't know that we buried a chicken there so there's some living plants over top of her and and i hope that she her remains there will be uh guarded by by the vegetation (laughs) so so yes so i was sad of course but uh like i say we we loved we loved her and to update for queenie for lion queen uh, she is so much better than she was when she came to us. Oh, she basically almost always walks around in the backyard with her head up. Oh. She can clean herself. She can eat from the grass. Wow. She can walk around. She'll only get, her head will only fall if, if, uh, she gets frightened. So if we come outside and get too near her, or if I start mowing the back lawn, uh, then she'll, she'll kind of go into her former head drooping, backing out, okay. uh, uh, thing. But, uh, other than that, she's, she's really good. And, uh, She's doing really well and still gets hand fed every day. So she can't complain either. Our little chicken. So I don't know what our plans are next. We only have one chicken left now. And I don't know if we want to get some more easy to maintain egg laying chickens, like some pullets or something like that, that we could just have, uh, to keep Queen, uh, Queenie company and then also get some eggs from them. That would be nice. Cause these, the chickens we had before, you know, they just, they're all food. No, no yeah. food for us. So so it would be nice uh noisy did lay a few eggs but she kind of stopped as she got less and less well um yeah so that's where we are with the chick talk everyone it's i know it's a little sad but please be happy for for noisy that she got to live a happy life and be noisy all right because she was really noisy
1: let's uh dedicate this episode to noisy
0: let's dedicate it to noisy how we loved her
1: there you go yay noisy (laughs) hooray
0: all right everyone so like we said at the beginning of the show uh our question show is coming up pretty soon uh i do have one other big animal announcement but i can't make it on, on the show because someone asked a question about the animals and so i'm saving this big announcement for the question so we're show. not going
1: to talk about the elephant in the room
0: i'm not going to talk about the elephant in the room that's irrelevant is what i'd say about that full marks everyone that's another show we do <laughs> You can find that on iTunes and what is the marks. opposite of a commercial. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> a commercial. The other thing you can do is write to us at our website at sneakydragon.com. We have comments board. We have little place for you to leave messages under the show. I was disappointed with last week's show. I, I, you know, I sh- I bared my heart to everyone. I told you what uh, cover songs I, I, I liked better than other songs and no one told me their songs. I got a lot of, I got a lot of chaff about liking the Rolling Stones. And that's obviously a risk you take when you do a Beatles podcast and attract Beatles listeners <laughs> because there's that kind of built-in rivalry between uh, them. I yeah, understand yeah. I understand where people are coming from, but, you know, I have room in my heart for both. I have room for the yeah. yin and the yang in my life.
1: We're saying uh, just stop the protests outside Dave's
0: house. <laughs> that's right. Please, please stop doxing me. Uh, it's like I know that uh, Jason was on the show. It's Boxing Day, not Doxing Day. Eh? Yeah. Eh? What? I spent all week working on that joke. What's
1: up, docs? <laughs>
0: um, we have a Facebook page. It's called Sneaky Dragon. Please go there and like it. Um, we want to get to 500. So if you like it, <laughs> we'll get to 500. That would be fun. It's like a little, it's a landmark. It's yeah. a thing. It's like sure. a great feel. Hey, we're there. Uh, we also are on Twitter at Sneaky Dragon. We regularly post about shows and little things there. And um, last week, or was it the week before last? I guess it was the week before last. I actually did title card. I haven't done one of those for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's good. I had some time, so I, I did Liked one. It. Uh unfortunately this weekend I didn't have any time to no. do to do a title card I wanted to, I sort of have to do one, so maybe I can finish it. Um it's so hard. I don't know, I've just found a real time time squeeze in my life for the last little while. But anyway, enough about me. Uh how about you write to us and tell me about you? So thanks for listening Let's to this hear from show you.
1: this week. We oh. need you. Come on and zoom, zoom, zoom.
0: Zoom zoom. Boy, is this related to this show or did we talk about it in uh zoom-a-zoom. did we talk about it in this show? I really uh, don't remember. We've been two shows.
1: It's no one. We advise you to one. listen to both uh, yeah. shows together. Then you'll understand. Uh, I know this one came out before at the next episode of uh, yeah. Full Marks. But wait until Full Marks comes out. Yeah. Then listen to this episode. Uh, then you'll understand. I'm sorry to tell you not to listen to this episode <laughs> at the very end of this episode.
0: It's too late. Yep. But please uh, go in the movie The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have your mind erased. Have this part of the show erased. And then... You'll forget about oh, you forget about sneaky dragon. though, so forget about it. Don't even do that. Don't even do that. It's late, and it's we're tired, and it's hot. It's still hot.
1: I know. It's we haven't of, left it's yet. One That's in the morning, fine. and it's hot. Once we go outside, it'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be nice. all right. It'll be nice. Dave got. Dave has to get up in about thirty seconds. I do.
0: Work. I do have to get up and go to work pretty soon. Luckily, it's a short day tomorrow. All right, everyone. We like you a lot, and we forgive you for not liking the Rolling Stones. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>